Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 1st of November, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 685. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. Job's out of shave. Oh, I've had a, I had a haircut, mate. Like, the fucking whole bit. You can't see it because I'm sitting in the dark again, but, uh, yeah. You're Batman. I'm Batman. Um, uh, Batman with a shave and a haircut. Two bits. Um. Oh, is that what it is? You've, you have the, uh, the old side razors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go in, fucking let them do the action, you know, fucking with the get mm. cleaned up, you know? And then they just keep going. What do you, you go, you get your hair cut on the regular, don't you? You get like a standing appointment or something, don't you? Yeah, like six weeks, Every five six, weeks. Five, six, yeah. yeah. I just sort of go, I sort of wing it and take care of the beard myself in between. But mm. whenever I go, I always get the beard done. Right. It's the best. People don't understand. I got mates. I got mates who are like fifty plus, who have never had a straight razor shave by a barber. They have mm-hmm. no idea. Have you? You done it? Have you had it? Had Mate, someone do it? I lived in the US. Right. They, they cut your hair with a razor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but like, it's yeah, it's completely different having someone else shave. Like, you know, it's like. I don't know, it's not fucking cheap. It's it's weird going from I used to get a haircut for twelve bucks by the Russians. Mm. Uh we call them the Russians because they're all Russian. And uh they're all old, like sixty plus years old guys. And they're all really grumpy, really mad that someone was sitting in their chair and they'd like fucking grab your head and like tilt it around and like They'd only do the one haircut and everyone walked out with the exact same haircut. But then they raised their prices to 15 bucks. So I'm like, well, fuck this. I might as well pay 75 bucks and get a fucking shave as well. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, uh, it, it escalated. Like I went, I no longer worked in the CBD. So I was no longer close to the Russians. And then I'd go to hairdressers and they would just do, they'd do the exact same thing but they charge you double the price or three times the price, right, of the Russians, but they all only did the one fucking haircut and they were all really fucking grumpy that you were there and they were all fucking, you know, just like terrible customer service. And so I just wound up getting to the stage where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to like keep keep going until I find somewhere that I like and then land it on this place and they do the, the combo, the hair and the beard. The guys there are fucking, like, hectic nerds. Uh, we talk about fucking video games the entire time. They had some old bloke in uh, while I was I was getting my hair did today. And uh, he's and they were just yapping. They were, talk, they were very excited for BlizzCon because they're fucking uh, Blizzard nerds. They were very <laughs> excited to talk about Diablo 4 and I'd kind of wished that I'd uh, jumped on to play with you. Uh, so I could have any idea of what the fuck they were talking about, uh, outside of just regurgitating what you said last week, but, uh, they didn't know, you know, I'm pretty good at regurgitating what you said, uh, to people. So that worked out pretty well, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, you were like, you were like, how, how about that? Those blood vials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see those blood vials. Got all these, uh, vampire skills, uh, you know, and, and no werewolf skills at all to be seen. None at all. I thought it was weird. Uh, it's about time. <laughs> uh, and this old dude's like, oh, Diablo, is that like Age of Empires? 
And I'm sitting there like, fucking kind of question is that? He's yeah. picked the only fucking video game he knows, which is the one he saw on the back of the fucking cornflakes box. box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he sort of remembered. He's like heard of a video game once before. And he's like, what video game was that? I've got to get in on this conversation. They're having the time of their lives while they chop my hair. Is that like Age of Empires? And I'm like gearing up to fucking rip this old man down for being a fucking idiot. And they're, you know, customers, they're, they're really nice guys. And so they're like, oh, no, not really. I mean, it's a bit like that. Oh, Age of Empires is really good. And then we just start, started talking about Age of like, which I was, you know, fine with. Uh, you should have said, actually, it's more like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> it's precisely like uh, Street Fighter. You, uh, you'd know Street Fighter, <laughs> wouldn't you, you old bitch? Um, it's that fucking Danny, Danny Minogue movie. Um Anyway, uh, yeah, they're just nice. But yeah, it is a bit, you know, it's not cheap. But at the same time, it's a, it's a good experience as opposed to a fucking terrible experience, uh, which is generally, it's like only a little bit more expensive than a terrible experience. And they actually chopped my hair the way that I want it chopped as opposed to <laughs> giving me the same fucking haircut as everyone else who walks in there. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's too many words on me getting a haircut. Good times, good times. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. I watched some terrible movies on the week that has passed. Luke was in right. the mood for some uh, yeah. for some spooky movies. Yep. For some spooky films. So I watched Malum, which is okay. a. Um, there's this guy, and he keeps making the same movie over and over and over again. Right, he just keeps making this one movie where a uh, a rookie cop goes and has her first shift at an old police station, and things get really fucked. His name is Anthony De Blasi, and uh, he's made that movie twice now. The first time was Last Shift, and then he made yep. Malum, and uh, yeah, he's stuck. He's stuck on this one idea. He loves it. Mm. I think they had the same name. Like, the characters. The characters have the same fucking name. It's crazy. They do Maybe have the like same a, name. They're remake. different actors, but but like it's the last movie he made, right? Like you can't just five years had passed. What is he? EA? You can't just fucking remake it. You can't just reboot the same fucking idea already. It also wasn't that exp like popular. So I don't know. Anyway, it says here it's a remake. It is a remake. Film. Yeah. But why would he remake his own film five years later? That doesn't make any sense to me. When is well, it so? He's like, you know what? I know where I fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take another fucking punt at the same fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Whatever. That's ridiculous. Um, oh, it wasn't his last film. He's made a couple of other ones. None of them have done well. Um... But at least he's trying. Good on him for trying. And Malin was actually, like, decent. The acting, mm. not so good. Not that great. Uh, but the um, the story and the, the way it's shot, like, it just, there's a lot. There's a lot in the background. It's very easy to pay attention to the background because your eyes are looking for anywhere else to look other than the acting. And so 
yeah, you wind up seeing a lot of spooky shit in the background. It's like a episode of Community, right? Where there's always something going on in the background of an episode of Community. It's the same in this movie. And it's very entertaining if you're watching mm. the background uh, and sort of vaguely listening to whatever's going on on screen. It gets very confusing by the end. Uh, there is a particularly bad costume design right at the end that reminded me a lot of uh, that fucking crazy movie we watched with the fucking Psycho Man. What was that one? Psycho Gorman. That's the one. Fucking reminded me so much of Psycho Gorman. <laughs> uh, not not a positive fucking comparison point in my opinion. Uh, some sort of fucking Mighty Morphin Power Ranger monster. And then, um, yeah. It sort of just ended. Uh, but overall, right? Liked it more than I didn't like it. I'll tell you what I didn't yeah. like. Suitable flesh. Oh my God. I've never been... More, it stars Heather Graham, first of all. Heather Graham is back. And she's in suitable flesh. I've never mm. been more convinced that a film began its life as a porn script. And I know what you're thinking. Do pornos have scripts? Uh, I think they used to, right? I think it, was, it used to be a thing. Now they're just like, what are you doing, step bro? But now, uh, but it used to be like they had a whole, they had to have a whole fucking like plot line to determine why the bone zone was about to happen. And suitable flesh, 100%, all the way in. It was it was a porno. And then at some point they forgot to, they forgot to show the full penetration. I guess Heather Graham signed on, and then she's like, "No, I, well, I will show my titties, but I will not show full penetration." And then they're like, "Well, I guess we'll make this a fucking legitimate movie." Fuck it, god damn it, great. And then it's reviewed really well. <laughs> yeah, they're insane. It is like terrible. Uh, put it on my list. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's. <laughs> What is it, an hour and 40 minutes long? An hour of it is softcore pornography uh, with Heather, Heather Graham. So, like, you, you're not, like, you're not having a bad time. Like, Heather Graham's older, but she's still Heather Graham. But, like, so it's softcore pornography. And then it's 20 minutes of, like, actual good, fun film where you're like, oh, shit. Uh, this might be going somewhere. And then it's another 20. Oh, and then it's, like, 10 minutes of just idiocy and then 10 minutes of credits. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, would not recommend it, but I do think you should watch it, Luke, uh, and put it on. Yeah. I want to see how, how you... Your wife likes horror films, doesn't she? We, yeah, we watched a couple the other day, but like, uh, I was going to say that once... You know, I'll probably give it like five or six years and then I'll watch the, the remake of Malum. And maybe he'll have nailed the ending by that stage. Ah, uh, true. He'll finally get the he'll get the costume work down and the acting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a good. Uh no, we did. We watched. Um, what did we watch the other night? Final. No. Uh, dis disturbing behavior. Disturb. Is that with like Josh Jackson? No, that's that's the the fact that's the skulls. Uh, oh yeah. Joshua <laughs> Jackson. That's close. Come on, I was yeah. close. Katie Holmes, um, 1998. It was, yeah, come on. Come on. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Um, <laughs> James Marsden. No, James Marsden is in that one. Yes, yeah, yep. so we watched that. And then uh, before that, The Faculty. As oh, well. shit. So, yeah. 
Yeah, there right. you go. What, what inspired the trip to 20 years ago? You just... I don't know. Yeah, right. Watching real old old, old horror films. Yeah. Um, all right. That's cool. When... Um, um, yeah, it rem- that that Malin thing. It reminds me of like um, like the Mike Flanagan, what he does with his TV shows of like hiding uh, fucking ghosts in the background and shit. I thought you meant because you'd want to wait for someone to take another run at it in six years and make it less bad. But yeah, no, he does. Uh, he does. I I did like Hill House for that. I think it was a, like it actually. If you want to point a comparison. Reminds me mm. a lot of uh, Haunting Hill House in that exact same way. Uh, and the acting was on par with Haunting Hill House. So, <laughs> yeah. Have you watched that, uh, the new one, the fucking Edgar Allan Poe one no. of his? No? No, it's on my list. Yeah. I'm not, um, not going to watch it. I'm yeah, not gonna, I got Hammer's halfway through one, right? that fucking that vampire one on the fucking island and i'm just like oh, i can't do great. shit oh my fucking god it's too much story for you oh my god just yeah yeah it was yeah <laughs> we spent half of this fucking 50 minute episode sitting on a couch staring at each other telling each other what it's gonna be like when we die fucking riffing yeah no i thought this movie this show was about vampires but neither of these cunts have the good decency, the grace, to fucking die for me. I know eventually they do. Spoiler alert. I haven't watched it, but like it's a Mike Flanagan joint, so I assume. Um, <laughs> Everyone dies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Good times. Uh, video games? Video yeah, yeah, yeah. games. Uh, first things first. Played some PUBG. Luke, you got to play PUBG. I'll tell you why. KFC thing? KFC. Yeah. Oh, it's so dumb. It is so out of place. It's only on Erangel. Erangel. So you never get to play it. Right? Uh, so I had to play like six games before I got to like even do it once. And then we weren't really going near a fucking... It, it replaces all the fuel stations. We weren't really going to any of those locations. So we had to force ourselves to. And we wound up actually situating us pretty well for... Uh, um, for a circle, but then, oh, and we got pushed by a BDRM. Mm-hmm. These dudes pushed us in a BDRM, right? And they boofed it so hard. They jumped out of the BDRM and we just fucking missed them. Uh, it was ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I, I got down, but it wasn't like a fucking flawless victory, but shit. It was pretty, pretty whack. Um, but yeah, so you got KFC, you got like a, there's a bucket. And you, like, instead of patching yourself with a first aid kit, you eat chicken from the bucket. It's fucking hilarious. You get chips. Chips are the replacement for bandages, I think. Uh, mm. And you got a can of drink, which is a replacement for the can of drink. Um, and, yeah, you go to KFC, and it's, it's just... It's got all that kind of stuff, and you can order a fucking combo meal, and it's dumb as fuck. Uh, but... No, there's no but. It's just dumb as fuck. Um, it was entertaining, though. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Hell at least. I was playing some Hell at least today. I'll tell you what. Just uh, want to recount the uh, the glorious story of the fucking greatest fucking squad of all time, Dog Squad. Me, Nachos, Jabes, and... The, oh, sorry, the old Hand, hand Jabe. 
the hand jibber, uh, JB, and uh, <laughs> and Dr. E3 Money. Uh, um, so, yeah, fucking dog squad. Command, Command's on the fucking chat. He's like getting upset. Nobody's defending. We defend the point. Run forward. We cap the next point. The cap is absolutely just a maniac move. I run like wall away behind their fucking uh, their their circle. I put this OP down in just the dumbest fucking spot, but there was nowhere else to put it. Uh, I had to put it somewhere out of the, the way, and uh, we're getting sniped. Like as soon as I finish putting it down, Drew gets sniped, and I'm like, and he's like right next to me, and I'm like. All right, so the OP is being camped already, so uh, maybe keep that in mind. But nope, didn't matter. Fucking me and Drew spawn on it. Get on the fucking circle. Nathan, uh, hand jibber, spawn on it. They get on the fucking circle. We cap this fucking circle. We move on to the next one. Fucking by the time we finish capping the middle one, uh, JB's already on the fucking next one. We cap that one. By the time we get to that one, I'm already 90% of the way onto the, the next one. Fucking, I'm 90% of the way onto the next one. And we are literally, like, we're a four-person squad, right? We're uh, offensive effectiveness ace by, like, 25% of the next closest score. We've just done, like, wonders for this team. Because we were, we had to cap the middle fucking point. We'd lost the middle point. And... We'd, we'd been there from the start. We had capped the middle point at the start of this round, right? And then uh, we'd gone to cap the next. We were 75% of the way through that as a four stack and our shithole team, right? There's 46 of the motherfuckers. There's like, what's that? Like fucking eight other fucking squads? Eight other squads that could just be defending while we capped this next fucking point and... Nothing. No, they lose the fucking middle point. So we have to go get that fucking on the command chat. We're getting the yappity yaps. They're like, dog squad, you should still be there. What are you doing still still on the next point? And we go back and we cap the middle point. I'm like, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're capping the point. Because so, we can't trust you guys to defend the one behind it. We'll go cap the next one as well. And then we cap the next one, and I'm like, we'll go cap the last point for you. Don't worry about it. You guys just fucking catch up, okay? You feel fucking, f <laughs> feel free to catch up at your leisure. And then fucking the commander himself jumps on, and he's like, nah, dog squad, we need you to go back and defend. We need you to go back and defend. I'm like, buddy, it's 6.15, okay? I gotta have, I gotta have dinner at 6.30, all right? So I'm gonna finish this fucking map. We're going to finish this fucking game. Let's go. Just did not go back on defense. Obviously, we wouldn't. That's ridiculous. We fucking won that game. And, of course, we fucking won that game. And, yeah, we were almost combat effectiveness. We, like, which is just ludicrous because there's only fucking four of us. Every other squad has six people, right? That's two extra people who could be earning more points. But, no, we're just doing too much. It's good times. Anyway, you should play Hell at least. You should play some PUBG. Good times. But you've been playing other things instead. Yeah, yeah. So the first game we got here, and uh, I won't talk too much about it because I haven't really spent a whole lot of time mm. in there, is uh, Cities Skylines 2. Um, 
this one is available on on game pass people mm-hmm. can jump in and check it out um it came out last was it last week early last week um anyway uh yeah well, obviously i think we talked about city skylines the original game quite a lot oh, yeah. i had an absolute blast of that game yeah, like too. so much fun um really well put together and it was the I the got it answer before. to sorry you go there you go, you go. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say I got it before a fucking flight back from LA, and mm. did not sleep on the plane. I played it the entire fucking flight back. I just fucking, when it was released. Yeah, yeah. Just after it was released, I just fucking yeah right. No lifed it on this plane instead of actually sleeping. Uh, Is that because you didn't need an internet connection to play it? Didn't need an internet connection to play it. <laughs> didn't need fucking a beefy PC to play it. Uh. Yeah, I was able to play it on my Surface. It was fucking, it was top tier. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as you were saying, it's the it was the answer to all well, the questions that EA had decided to stop asking, which was SimCity, right? Like SimCity 2013, I think, uh, poisoned the well for EA and they stopped wanting to make SimCity games. Uh, and City Skylines saw a space and decided to fill it. And they fucking knocked it out of the park first first go, and then they spent the next six years uh, just upgrading it, making it even better. Right, like more expansions, yeah. more expansions, more improvements, nonstop. Mm. Right, City Skylines One is a spectacular game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this next game, City Skylines Two, same same company has put it out. Um, they have, uh, I guess, and they're not a big team either. They're, they're quite small. I think they're an independent, um, European studio. Um, and so they've put this together, um, and basically, you know, updated visuals and all that sort of stuff. Cause the, that first game is now, I mean, it's getting close to 10 years at this point. Um, uh, I'm assuming they've been working, uh, you know, 10 years since they started development on that game at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so this one, I was really looking forward to it until maybe just before release and they put out a statement saying, hey, this is not really up to scratch in terms of performance where we want it to be, um, but we're still putting it out, uh, which is, okay, fair enough. Um, you do whatever you think is yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, like I said, I've played a little bit. The performance definitely is not there. Um, yeah, right. Let's, let's talk about that bit first out of the gate. I have a pretty decent PC. I've got the one of the best graphics cards you can you can get in a 4090, um, uh, like gaming graphics cards. And I'm running this thing at like 1440p with, wow. um, with most of the settings. Like there's sort of a bunch of different graphical settings. It's like low, medium, high. It's selected high for me on everything. And it's... Um, I'd say out of the gate, I'm getting about 60 to 70 with nothing happening on the screen at all. With with like, that's a blank Jesus canvas, right? Yeah. Sort of imagine what will start happening a bit later once we actually start getting the things. Um, yeah. I, I spent maybe 30 minutes building things and that's when it started to slow down a little bit. Um, even before then, like I would, if I would spin around like use my mouse to look around with the camera it would 
like halt basically for a second and like just stutter all over the place so it's definitely got a bunch of problems with that uh, i'm sort of curious to see what it's going to behave like once i actually get into you know an actual sim yeah. uh, and things start getting a bit heftier because right now um like even on the settings that i'm playing uh, my cpu and gpu are not doing uh they're not hitting any limits. Like my GPU right. is like so it's not sixty percent. Right. Yeah, it's not like it's running it. You know, it's 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 maxed out. The, One of them's the maxed out. Fans are going full bore, and you can cook a yeah. fucking roast chicken in your tower or some shit. Like nothing. Well, because I I I initially had it on. It started on four K. Yeah. Um. That's what it picked for me, and I jumped in, and it was running at like. 25 to 30 frames it was super sluggy yeah uh, so i dropped it down to 1440 yeah. um <clears throat> yeah running a lot better but yeah that's kind of super disappointing um and i don't know i, I think i need to tinker with the visuals a bit more because it's there's just a lot going on with like weird pop in and uh just strange behaviors with like zooming in and out um things not rendering properly and i i i just haven't had enough time to look into if this is something on on my settings or like if this is just overall how it looks but i remember that first game just having a really neat arts like look to it yeah had that tilt shift stuff going on i tried to turn that on on this game because it's off by default Mm -hmm. and i turned it on and it it was what, however that has been implemented is terrible like it looks oh, like garbage yeah, right. like you can see the the like the line of where the tilt shift starts and finishes it, it it's just like i don't know how to explain it you know when you're did you play around with photo mode in say spider-man and spider-man 2 and you can change the like the focus distance yeah there's like a um or not even just Spider-Man, any like game where there's like a photo mode yeah. and you can jump in, change the focus distance and you sort of see that distance line move forward and, and backwards depending on where you want to set it. The tilt shift in this game is so, sort of works like that, but there is like a degree of the, that particular line because you're so close to the things you can see, it's 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 basically like you put a ruler over top of it and like it's like this is where it starts and this is where it ends and where between... There's no gradualness to like it starting and finishing. It's just like go. It's it, it's it's really off-putting the way it sort of presents it. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, stuff like that. And it just looks like I'll you know zoom into an area and just stuff is not rendered properly. I'm like, is this still re- loading or what is happening here? I just it just looks really messy and um just not a lot going on. So yes, there's there's problems there. In saying that, I think um, with the the aspects, the gameplay aspects seem really cool still. Um, there's a lot of neat stuff there and it looks like they've done some really cool work. There's, um, you know, being able to play around with with roundabouts and yeah. um, is, I don't know if that's new, but I feel like that's new in my head in terms of city building games and being able to play that sort of stuff. Potentially it's not, but... Um, I just need to spend more time with it and mess around because it seems like the gameplay stuff is, you know, it's they're doing really cool things. Um, and, and that's what I'm sort of really keen to jump in for and check out despite it not running the way that I want it to. Um, 
they have put out some like recommendations on what people people should check out in terms of settings and they're recommending like 1080p yeah turning off a bunch of these headings so well, i was doing I some reading the other day and because mm. i i read i don't know i put it in our discord channel uh but it i don't know someone worked out uh and if you read through it it's quite comprehensive they worked out that the resource management modeling is like mm. completely falsified um mm. actually not working the way it's like it's claimed to work uh right. and uh so i just sort of went down a bit of a rabbit hole and uh they're apparently um they're modeling the individual teeth of every pedestrian oh, so, so yeah. like just pedestrians the more pedestrians there are, the more shit just starts to tank because there are just resources dedicated to stuff nobody can fucking see. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's just bonkers, right? Deckless like those teeth fiends want to see those pearly whites. Right? Like fucking, I don't even know you can zoom in that far. Like, Yeah, <laughs> right? The fucking the Tooth Fairy update for fucking City Skylines 2 or some shit. Um, they did... They've also... Uh, responded to the resource thing and they're, it's apparently just bugged and it just seems like I think we said it last week or the week before but I don't want to jump into Skylines 2 until I'm, I know it's at a place mm. where it'll run well and is working correctly and it just seems like they had a deadline to hit and they air quotes hit it um, but not really not really like they clean your room before four o'clock or uh or you're grounded and they cleaned it by like shoving everything into a closet and then cramming the door closed you know like ah oh, but it's before four like you can't say that we didn't do that like yeah i just it's clear that this game need need a little bit more time in the oven to me but yeah i'm excited yeah, to give it a yeah. eventually yeah, um, that's sort of where where I'm at. I um, I want to play more because yep. it's the systems I'm interested in. Like, yeah. fair enough if it's. I'm not going to sit there and complain and be like, it doesn't run at fucking 120 frames per second. Like uh, the state, like the dude, the way it's running right now for me is fine. Um, no, fuck that. We'll man. see what happens you when it gets- Your computer is like fucking ten thousand dollars, like. You should be complaining that it's not running at fucking 100. You should be getting, you should have your fucking 240 hertz fucking monitor and you should be fucking G synced on that shit. Like, yeah, nothing should, should ever fucking challenge your computer. It's ridiculous. It is fine for you to complain about a game's performance. If a game cannot perform on your, if it can't perform on my computer, my piece of shit, 3080 fucking <laughs> trash heap, AMD, AMD garbage. garbage piece of shit. Like, fair enough, right? People will be like, yeah, but Job's got a fucking AMD. Don't worry about him. But no, your computer, fucking good lord. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you don't understand, Joe. I'm excited about roundabouts. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. You're uh, yeah. Not only that, but there are different size roundabouts. Like, oh, you select yeah. and that's what go. that's what got me going. I was like, oh, how big can I make these roundabouts? Um, yeah. So anyway, I um, yeah, uh, I um, I'm just I'm keen to jump in and just check out, uh, play with a bunch of the systems when I get some time, and yeah, and just, you know, see exactly what. 
what's going on um because there's there's like a a skill system in there where, where you hit milestones and then you like research different uh ways to improve your city and that's how i got to roundabouts because i was like fuck yeah i'm unlocking roundabouts there it was like nothing it was not nothing coming off of the roundabouts so like the next part of the skill tree oh yeah uh the other stuff was clearly like places you should go but i was like i want roundabouts that sounds yeah. amazing that's an improvement to traffic right there right um it's straight yeah. up always better to have a roundabout except yep. when you're on a bicycle because it's the scariest <laughs> fucking moment of any riding on the road experience is a roundabout because you never know you never know and people always get mad i've got someone some lady got mad at me today riding up to the roundabout i've got to turn at the third exit to you know to talk in fucking google maps terms uh take the third exit I'm like, just turn it's just say turn right for fuck's sake anyway got to turn right around this roundabout and I've got my arm out riding up to this roundabout and like I get to it and this fucking this car's like piss bolting the other way right and I've I'm like I'm watching them and I'm like I don't think they're gonna fucking stop and so I get to the, like the fucking the apex of this roundabout turn and uh they do stop and uh I but I've basically come to a stop because I can't tell. Like, I can't... Like, they basically... They had to stomp on the fucking brakes to to stop for the roundabout. So I'm like, well, I don't want to ride in front of a fucking car. Like, that would be a dumb way to die, so... And then, like... So I've basically come to a stop in the middle of this roundabout. And then, like... It's a, it's a pretty heavy bike. So I had to fucking, like, kick it to get it going again. Like, I had... I'd very dumbly not switch to a lower gear. Uh, probably because I had one of my fucking hands out trying to indicate that I was turning right and I couldn't switch gears. But anyway, yeah, she beeps while I'm fucking trying to go through the room. I'm like, motherfucker. What? Oh, I guess I'll just die next time. What the fuck? Hmm. Anyway. This is why you need golf balls. So you can throw them at cars. That is a great idea. <laughs> Nate, Nate recommended a trolley bar. Remember the old fucking trolley bar everyone used to have in their fucking door, side door? Fucking, good Lord. I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. We're escalating. This seems to be escalating. Uh, everyone's just escalating shit. But fair yeah. enough. Let's do it. Let's go. Yep. What about a... <laughs> Never mind. All right. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, I'm I'm sort of interested to see what their their plan is going forward. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm sort of wondering as a because they're a small team, it feels like it might take some time <laughs> for this to be ironed out. And, and I wonder if like it was just a case of they needed to put it out. They were running low on budgets. Like, there's all these factors that are kind of unknown as to why this was put out in this state. Um, it's hard to tell. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm keen to jump in and I'll, I'll report more on that as I um, get some more time. Maybe it'll be just cooked. I'll I'll build the city and the thing won't run. Um, oh yeah, it'll just run like shit. Yep. So anyway, all right. That's City Skylines Two. Uh, you can check that out. It's available now. Uh, the next game on the list is its preview: Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Um, Abadar. This is Abadar. The uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of of um, of Avatar. Have you it's, watched the second uh, movie yet? Yeah, yeah, I did. Ah, when? 
when? Yeah. Uh, I don't know when. All right. As of a couple of weeks ago, I was the only one who'd watched both of them. No. Yeah. No, I'd watched them. No. I'll tell you when I watched it. Oh, he's he's going on Letterboxd. Yep. Right. Why is it I type it in and it brings up like a 2011 film? (laughs) Because you touch yourself at night. April. All right, that seems... Did you go to the cinema? No, I watched it at home. It was on Disney, I think. Yeah, fucking Disney fucking torrents. Um, this guy, April. Was Get that a December film? Was it? No way. You know it's November, right? What was this? I thought... That it came, was, out, it was, this came year. out last year. No, it didn't. It came out last year, December. Shut up. It did not. Really? That's <laughs> yeah, fucking was- crazy. Fuck. It feels like it was just yesterday that I fucking walked out of that cinema and thought to myself, wow, <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out of Nathan. Um, yeah. That's because you didn't get seen at IMAX, Job. Oh, that's what it was. Did I didn't have the, the full majesty of it. Fucking God damn it. That fucking movie. Anyway, so you loved it, obviously. Yeah. Fantastic. And you were like, um, sign me up for a video game version. So, oh, you know yeah. what I want? I want to Give it to dude. Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Avatar Frontiers of, of Pandora. Pandora. I keep thinking Pandoria oh. because of um, Wet World of Warcraft. Evil and Gloria. <laughs> and that, yeah. Wait, Pandera, isn't it? Isn't it Pandora? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm like mixing them up. Right. Pandaria. Yeah. That's that's the Pandaria. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora hmm. uh, is a Ubisoft title. It's being made by uh, Massive Entertainment. Um, the creative director by behind the division is leading the team here and it's basically um running on the snowdrop engine which is the uh the one that we've seen for i guess a lot of ubisoft titles from the past i don't know nearly 10 years now the division one right yeah the division one we've seen it in um division two there was uh what was the other game that used it I think the Star Wars game coming out is using it as well. Right. Um, but yeah, there's been a bunch of other games I've used it on. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, uh, I really like The Division. I was a fan of those games. So putting those teams together um, seemed like a cool idea. And the vibes I was sort of getting from this looking at the trailers was a, uh, I don't know, like a mix between Far Cry and Avatar, which is, um, I'm right with that as well. It's. I've enjoyed most of the Far Cry games. Didn't really enjoy that last one too much. I think that they um, they missed the mark with it. But uh, yeah, up until that point, I've like had a really fun time playing those games. Um, so I was all about that. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's put the Far Cry formula in Avatar and yeah. do that. And so yeah, I had a chance to play um, around about two hours of frontiers of pandora uh and it is basically doing the far cry thing um you start off with a a character which um it's you can kind of create your own character there's uh you get a choice to pick something it's not like a specific thing person you're playing as avatar you're playing as uh, um do you get to and there's like an which up- shade of blue you are probably maybe oh 
I'm not sure. I actually didn't get to pick a character. Oh. It was here's one we prepared for you earlier, oh, but yeah. there is a character creation screen you can go through. Um, so they they plopped me into this world and uh, was pretty much just like just go. Just there's a couple missions here you can go and do. Um, they'll lead you uh, to a series of events, and we're gonna teleport you around for the you know because of time restrictions oh yeah um so that you can see the things you need to do yeah. um and then when you get more time after that you can go explore and see what you can find so yeah they uh they dropped me in the first thing i need to do was find some um uh, a plant to fuck and a what a plant to fuck a plant <laughs> You watched a different film to me, I think. No, he fucks the <laughs> he fucks the tree with his fucking tail, right? Oh yeah, that's in that's later on. I'm right. not at that point yet. Okay. That's oh, right. definitely that's something late I game. Did. Late game. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You got to work your way up to the fucking. Yeah, you tree. can't just start off. My bad. Fucking trees. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It sounds slow. Yeah, yeah. Right. But anyway, uh, yes, they dropped me in and like amazing looking game, absolutely fantastic. Like it's um. There's just plants and foliage and fauna, <laughs> flora all over the place. Oh, yeah. And it's the type of thing where you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, this is sort of what I was expecting when I was thinking Far Cry Avatar. Like, I just wanted to be fucking plants and floating mountains and oh, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, it, yeah. And it looks really nice. So, um, I think I, in my review, I must have said it was a pretty game like four or five times because it is. It's a really stunning game. So that that uh, was the first thing that really stood out to me. Uh, and then I started running around and exploring. Um, they do that like classic Ubisoft guided versus, you know, exploration mode thing where we can put a marker on your map, but also we can just give you some like rough coordinates, things you need to look out for and uh, landmarks you need to visualize and then try and figure it out from there. So like... Um, it's telling me I need to go find this nectar. Um, so I jump into like my hunter's guide and I can pin from the list of things that are there that specific item and it'll show me in the hunter's guide where I can find that, a description of like um, the regions where it'll be in, uh, what it looks like and then yeah, I can pin it and it'll sort of highlight it as I use my uh, avatar sense because that's what they've got oh, of course. Uh, yeah of course and so yeah off I go on my adventure I'm looking on the map sort of for the regions that it's talking about uh, and then I start heading that direction and I come across this other plant and so I can interact with it and it allows me oh, to oh you can interact to, with it alright to pull the fruit off of the plant yeah, I'm harvesting did. the fruit right. and it's this tiny little very simple mini game of you need to move the controller direction in a specific direction what? sorry move the controller stick in a, spe a specific direction and then you pull back using the um trigger button right but you can only pull it back a certain amount like it's got to be very gentle why uh for this particular fruit because it doesn't like it job doesn't like being touched that way it likes it soft right and so you you softly pull the trigger and then you pull back on the thumbstick and nice. it yanks it goes prop and pulls off the fruit and it says you have a pristine fruit and you're like thank you very much tree um and then you can use that for crafting and and that sort of thing later on uh but you can then find other trees and they may have like you've got to pull it in this direction and it likes to be pulled hard and so you've got to kind of learn the different ways that 
plants like to be touched. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. we build up for later, right? I can't believe you tried <laughs> to give me shit for saying you'd fuck a plant in this game. You were like, oh, well, I, was, I was watching a different movie than that. You definitely fuck a plant in this game. 100%. Yeah. God damn. Uh, so that was some of like the harvesting and, and things like that. You can you can use your uh, avatar sense to scan the environment and it'll it'll uh, highlight the plant you're looking at and then you can click that button and that'll take you into the uh, you know the hunter's guide, show you some more information. But if you're in that that sense mode, then it, it gives you like a brief rundown of what it does and whether or not it's it'll kill you or anything like that. Cause sometimes I was running around at one point and some tree was like fighting at me fucking mist was pouring out. I don't oh, yeah. know. I stayed away from that one. Yep. Um, you've got like plants that are retracting as you get near them. Um, that's a, you, you're an avatar fan. You, you might know those plants, but the world is kind of reacting to you, you mm. walking around, mm. um, which is very, very neat. Sure. And so, yeah, I eventually, um, I do find the uh, it's like a, a vine that I can climb the vine and is, is there not, anything not plant related in this fucking game have you seen this world it's all plants it's all plants baby you watched the second one though like fucking oh, that, that's a weird sequel for this one ah, yeah, that's right. a water one yeah. water world water. the next one's gonna be fire yep excellent volcano world yeah um and then air world and then that's all the temples isn't it i guess it would be no heart yeah go oh. planet nobody nobody wants to be that one um right and so then i get this nectar take it to my uh my home and then we skip forward and it's time to get my flying companion ikron um and i start off on the, the name uh of it or the name of the animal so they name the animal. All right. The species. The All right. So we start off on this uh, location, and I need to tame. I need to tame this uh, animal in oh, order to tail. I remember this. Be best friends. Yeah. Uh, but it does. It doesn't like it. Well, you don't know. I think you just ride it. But no, you in you do the tail thing. It's, yeah. Okay. If you say so. You do. That's how a fucking works. I think it's a bond. Yeah, a sexual bond. Actually, yeah. All right. Um, so, anyway, you are. Do you do um, the tail thing? I don't know if you see it. I can't remember. Damn. I can. See I've got graphic. video. I can bring it up. But yeah. no, it's okay. So I, uh, I, I need to tame this this Ikran, and it is running away, and I need to scale this floating mountain that I've I've headed off to. Uh, and this entire section was basically like a, a puzzle climbing section. Right. Um, the difference here is that I think we've become accustomed to um, having visual aids when we need to climb a specific thing or something is interactable. And so oh, it's yeah. like, oh, there's that yellow pole over there or there's that, oh, you know, there's white paint on that rock. Weirdly draped ropes. Yeah, yep. which was, yeah, the, the Far Cry tell, right? Yeah. Um, this was just, as far as I could tell from where I was climbing, looking around and being like, all right, I think I'm going this way. Um, but it all felt like super, not super, um, it felt natural in terms of the way forward was always 
a um seemed like the right way and so That's i was just slowly working it was just doing a really good job of guiding me into the right direction yeah. i would get to a point and like stop and look around and be like all right where do i need to go now um and then you know look down look up high and be like it doesn't look like i can get to there and then i'd find like a uh, you know a ledge with a giant tree vine that went off around the corner like, oh, let's go explore this part and that would eventually you know take me to another area and i'm like oh okay cool and there's like a, a puzzle section up here that i needed to complete and so uh it wasn't just me like fucking climbing up a tower in yeah. in far cry this was and this entire section from start to finish took about 15 minutes right. going up this like giant um floating mountain uh and it involved puzzle elements as i was doing it um and then climbing uh as well and so yeah it's and while that's all happening it's just like pretty pretty as fuck like i'm looking around everything looks visually appealing where i'm at i look down on the ground because i'm now like hundreds of meters up in the air and i can see all the like the canopy of the 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 forest below that's all being rendered in um and 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 that sort of stuff so yeah it's, it's super pretty game and as that's all happening i'm slowly working my way up this floating mountain hmm. uh, i eventually get to the uh, ikran and it asks me to name it and it's got and i remember the names i'll pull them up quickly for my review um basically like a selection of a, a dozen names it's got in this list uh and jake sully here's the oh no it's not jake sully um, no that's that's from ghostbusters x files no that's x files sorry fuck you're the dork you're the dork yeah uh so the names are the some of the names here was uh temek niman katri amay uh and then i found one called carol oh, uh fuck yeah. so <laughs> so i picked carol nice of course yeah and i, I I thought I was being funny hmm. until I read a bunch of other previews later that day. Oh, yeah. And everybody picked Carol. Damn. Got it. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we I, I picked Carol. Uh, and then it was just a, a tutorial section on how to how to fly and move around. Um, you can... It, it's like a, I don't know, a, a companion in a, a Assassin's Creed game or Red Dead where you press the button... And it shows up and swoops down and, and can, uh, you know, you can jump on it and whisk away. The other thing is that, like, you can jump off one of these giant mountains and be, like, in flying down, like, yourself, gliding, and then hit the button and it'll come and pick you up and swish away. What if you don't? Um, I guess you pancake and you die. You guess? You didn't pancake? You avatar. No, because I was good at flying. You didn't do it on purpose, though? I would have done it on purpose yeah um so we did the whole tutorial section on that flying around uh it, it was felt okay um we did a bit of combat as well at certain points so the rda which are the bad guys in the um the universe they come to Dean take Anderson. all the resources yeah Richard Dean Anderson is in the game yep um he's looking for stargates he, he wants to know where the gates are god damn it um and the oil the planet's oil and the stargates is what he's all about yep and yeah. MacGyvering things together. Yeah, well, that's how he makes the uh, the Stargates. Ah, yeah, right, 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 right. Mm. Um, and so there's these giant uh, 
helicopter style RDA vehicles and they're patrolling the skies and so there's a combat scenario involving that uh, that section uh, you have numerous weapons at your disposal throughout the game um, it ranges from the Navi style weapons to the human weapons and so uh, at this particular point in time I pulled out an assault rifle um, some sort of assault rifle space assault rifle and started shooting while I was flying like around on the back one, of this Ikron like a normal size assault rifle but aren't you a giant blue person he, well yeah but it's a normal size assault rifle for them it's not built for me it's weapons they've stolen i guess they How use them in the films yeah, i never understood that well, because they're all about like bows and arrows and they're like oh this stuff's cool why were they making guns for that with the size of the fucking abadars you know like, well, and eventually then, they made avatars, right? Yeah, but like then they get stolen, and now the fucking the avatars, avatars have mm. fucking guns. Like you literally call you created your own undoing. Mm. You really didn't. I didn't write it. You gotta ask James Cameron these things. Fucking yeah, get him on next week. Get him on, Jimbo, mate. We've talked before. Um, I gotta <laughs> know. Why would the RDA, why would Richard Dean Anderson make yeah. Abadar-sized guns? It doesn't make any sense. Like, mm. are they dumb? Are they stupid? Like, think it through, mate. Anyway. Um, what Is that you your make? first question, though? Or are you going yeah, no, you going straight with the, why do they have sex with everything? Oh, no, that's, no, no. I've got to butter him up first before I get to that. Because uh, yeah. he cut it out, right? Didn't they cut the, the having sex with trees out of the, like, home release? Pretty sure Maybe. they did. Pretty sure they did. They wreck on that shit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We slow play him. We start with who wrote this dumb shit, and then we get to... <laughs> Have you ever fucked a plant, James? We all know you've, you've had deep sea sex, but have you ever fucked a plant? Is mm. that what you want to do? Anyway, moving on. Right. So I'm on the back of this thing, shooting it at space helicopters um, or future helicopters. Uh, this stuff is kind of super basic. Uh, not really a whole lot to it. I don't know if it changes later on, gets more difficult, but um, yeah, this is kind of the least interesting part of the entire demo. Hmm. So anyway, we did that section um, and then it takes us off to a, uh, uh, a RDA outpost, which is like they're trying to harvest the planet's resources in this particular section i think it's like an oil refinery with some generators around there and we need to then uh infiltrate this base shut down the generators and um yeah try and do all the there's like four or five tasks in that list you need to complete uh and that's when it's like all right you can either go in here loud and just shoot stuff or you've got your bows and arrows and your, your your spear sticks and you can try and stealth your way and so i, I spent a decent amount of time time uh working my way through uh using the bow and arrow that stuff felt really good like everything sort of died in in one shot uh and then there were these uh i don't remember what they called off the top of my head but the like exoskeleton guys that were walking around oh, yeah. basically the things out of uh aliens that yep. they stole and then put into avatar he, james cameron ran out of ideas so he's like let's put them in there um but the, the these have like machine guns on their backs and 
actual weapons. Um, and so they're there to support the uh, the rest of the little cannon fodder dudes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Do you get to punch those? Humans? You can melee attack, I'm pretty sure, but... What, what, you are... You, what happens if you punch it like a human-sized human? Well, I don't know. Do they just die immediately? Maybe. I would probably die immediately. What if you just pick them up by the leg and just, like, Hulk them, uh, yeah, throw them fun, on the yeah. ground? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd work, right? That'd be good. I didn't try any of that. Oh, right? Okay. okay. I don't right. know. I was, I was shooting people with arrows in the head. Yeah. Like Wouldn't a, they be giant arrows? Then, well, maybe. Don't yeah, say, don't say they're normal sized. I understand. I understand that they have normal size for, for the avatars, but they are giant people, right? If you wanted to, like, how can you stealth? How were you, did you go inside a building? Um, Why wouldn't you just make the building human sized? Only have a human sized door. If there was an abadar in my fucking hallway right now and it wanted <laughs> to come in, I'd be like, well, good luck getting through the fucking door, motherfucker, you big fucking blue idiot. Like, and then if he did get through, he'd have to like squeeze through. I'd stab him in the legs while he was trying to fucking get through. I'd just be stabbing <laughs> his calf, right? And then yeah. he's, he finally gets through. I just retreat to my office, right? There's another fucking door he's got to get through. Like, what's he going to fucking do? They're human-sized doors. I don't understand. It's got to be one of the easiest things fucking locked down of all time is anything Abadar-related. Just make it human-sized. Stop making things Abadar-sized, right, on this fucking planet full of fucking Abadars that you're trying to fucking ruin the lives of. Of course they're going to fucking fuck up your shit. Oh yeah, oh well yeah, we made a fucking we made a fucking Abadar sized jet bike. Like why would you do that? Just in case. How the f who the you're basically just giving them technology at this point. Why don't you just fucking why don't you just bend over? Why don't you fly them to fucking Earth and just fucking set them up? You fucking idiots. Anyway. I don't know, man. No, I, I didn't go in buildings. Are so dumb. <laughs> oh, you didn't go in buildings. Okay. Right. They've made a lot of money, Joe. Over $5 billion. Is nobody asking these questions? I can't stop asking these questions when I'm watching these films. Like, it's just nonstop. Fucking, that fucking second one, man. Oh, my God. I was. It wasn't even just like, what are the fucking humans doing? Right? Like, Jake Sully... He's such a bad dad. He's a useless fucking... He's a useless prick. And his his common law tree wife is not much better. And all his children are the worst. Like, how are these our heroes? I hate all of them. This is crazy. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So I didn't go in any buildings. It was all outdoors on okay, this particular area, yeah. which uh, your plan does not work. Um, yep. Uh, but there was a heavy arrow, which was a heavy bow and arrow, which is thicker and bigger. So it's even larger. Um, and it had like grenades and shit attached to it. I think that's what it looked like. Um, and I was using them on the giant mech exoskeleton things that were walking around and doing quite a bit of damage. Um, cause I decided to like open up and start shooting things at some point. And, and when I went loud, like it alerted the base um, at some point, like reinforcements came in, another fucking helicopter dropped off, like three or four more exosuits. So I had to deal with them. Um, 
while while uh, you know there's still people running around. So eventually, I cleared that entire area, and then um, yeah, went and finished that that mission. There was like a hacking mini game on top of the roof that I needed to go and do. Um, but that was pretty much most of my time on the main campaign. Um, hey, and then so I went and did like a side mission. I can't remember if you answered this or not. Yeah. Are you an Abadar or are you like a native of the planet? I'm not 100% sure. Like if you're a Navi. I think you're a Navi. Right. I, d I don't know because they kind of just chucked me in. Yeah, right. How do you know how to hack things? Uh, he's got a, a little device thinking. Um some sort of Who device. made the device then? Uh, I, I'd say RDA people. You hack it with that. Why? <laughs> Just shut up, Joe. It's a hacking device. I don't know what it does. All right. It's some sort of... It interacts with it. They use it to hack things. All right. All right. Fair I enough. Think, I think it's a scanner. Oh, and shut like, the fuck up, Ben. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Ben. Okay. Excellent. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. Okay, and you did a side mission. Yeah, you. Uh, Wikipedia here says you take control of a Navi orphan, raised and trained as a soldier by the RDA, uh, and then you get put in suspended animation and wake up fifteen years later in an abandoned facility. So there you go. All right, that's the story. And all you know is kill. And your memory is gone. <laughs> yeah, kill. Um. So yeah, we did the 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 main um that main sort of group of campaigns, and then I went out and did some exploring. Uh, did like one or two side missions. Um, found some like random encounters that were going on. There are like animals that are running around with little have arrows in them. You got to like soothe them and take the arrows out and all that sort of stuff. Do you, um, do you get to keep the arrows? I uh, I don't know. Maybe who put the arrows in them? Well, the the RDA are, like hunting the animals that are around. Why so are you they can, they're setting traps. No, they're, well, they're Didn't not arrows. They they're, make guns. <laughs> they're tranquilizer darts, not oh, arrows. Okay. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Um, <sighs> it's good to so, laugh because we're about to fight. So uh, this this is good. I know we're about to fight in like half an hour. So it's nice to still be friends for now. Uh yeah. So um, yeah. I don't know. Like it's, it's. I don't think it's gonna it doesn't seem nothing that i saw was like oh this is something a little bit different like it's in terms of doing the the far cry formula um it's doing that like that's what it's doing yep. but also i think the exploration stuff is seems to be better um the climbing is more interesting and um uh like there's more gameplay stuff tied to it as well um specifically if you're looking at that one mission where I did the the floating mountain there's you know you're not just literally climbing up a tower and yeah and that's it there was more involved on that sort of stuff there's in terms of the environment itself because it is a lot of like layers there's verticality to what is going on um I just don't know how that's going to play into what you're doing um at this stage so that's yeah. sort of what I'm interested to see because it does seem like it's quite a big world and like I said, it's got that classic Ubisoft style system where it's like, hey, it's south from the floating rocks in this region uh, and you'll find your next objective and you sort of just got to go and if you're playing it that way, you sort of just go and try and find that area and eventually you'll get somewhere and you'll be like, oh, this is what I'm looking for as opposed to just chucking a 
um, ob- objective marker on the screen that says go here and that's what you need to do. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm definitely like looking forward to playing it more. I, I just don't know like what it's going to, if it's going to blow people away or, or, or what exactly. Um, yeah, it's definitely interested, interesting me um, a lot mm. more than what it was before. So yeah, we just got to wait and see. Uh, it's got co-op multiplayer. I don't know how that's implemented, if it's going to be the, the same way Ubisoft has done yeah. before or if it'll be better. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be better because it is massive and massive did a really good job right. on, on, on the division with the division, yeah, they did co-op and multiplayer. Yeah. Um, but we'll wait and see, <laughs> I guess, yeah. how it's implemented. So, yeah. Anyway, that is really soon. That is out like next month, about six weeks. Um, so yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. It's probably one of the last big games to come out this year. It like might uh, actually be the dead last big game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It's out uh, pretty much on everything except for switch because this ain't this ain't run on a switch not happening. um no all right well there you go um there's that game next up is the talos principle 2 which i had talked about a couple weeks back um and you had talked about as well yeah um we got a pretty lengthy demo sent to us the previews yeah build yeah was preview build i um so to do a recap, I played uh, a decent chunk of it, a couple hours, um, to which point I went back to the email we got and the email was like, yeah, this is probably about, I don't know, the demo is probably like seven hours long. And I was like, all right, well, I've put like three into this. So yep. I think I'm good at this stage. I've seen everything I, I need to see. I don't need to play anymore because um, we weren't sure like if saves are going to be wiped or yeah. like if it was throwing us around into different directions or what we were seeing and what we weren't, what was held back. So, and I was sold at that point. Cause I was like, this game, like this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I messaged you and said like, you need to play this. Like, yep. can you check it out? And then you jumped in and played all of it. All of it. Yeah. 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 Turns out our save data stayed. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> But to be fair, it's the type of thing where, uh, if people don't know, it's a puzzle game. Um, uh, where you, the original game was, uh, I think you spoiled it last time, right? The ending of that game, and we'll probably spoil it here because you can't talk about can't, the second one without, <laughs> yeah, knowing what happens. Yeah, like the the like the premise of the second, it, it, like literally hinges on. Yeah, I, I don't know how you would talk about it. like, not 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 if you wanted to detail at all in any mm. way the fucking any of the story, you can't avoid it. Like, because like even if you were to talk around it, right? Yeah. As soon as someone who hadn't played the first game played started playing the first game, all of the cards would fall into place, and they would fucking understand exactly what you were talking around anyway. So. There's just no fucking point. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it did It did keep our fucking progress, thank God. Uh, but it is a puzzle game. And it's a puzzle game in the same vein as, uh, I guess, like Portal or The Witness, right? Sort of a, yeah. a, a 
middle ground between those two is how I would describe it, right? Like, because yeah, in Portal, you're moving from lab to lab and completing puzzles in each lab. Uh, and each puzzle generally builds on the last and it's a linear experience mostly and uh, yeah there's a, a definite progression uh, in these puzzles but also the puzzles are all contained for the most part uh, to the lab itself right each lab uh, itself the weirdness on the other hand is a game where you're on an island and there are puzzles all over the place and you are solving these puzzles is uh, it an island Oh, I don't want to fucking... I don't care. Um, don't start. Um, and you're solving these puzzles, but the puzzles aren't necessarily contained to the mm. cons like to the uh, constraints of the puzzles themselves. So you may wind up solving puzzles in ways that are quite divorced from how you understand these puzzles to work. And so the Talos principle is a lot of the portal version where you're moving from puzzle to puzzle, but there's a decent sprinkling of the witness version where you are also solving other puzzles in a meta sense, uh, in a like external to the uh, contained puzzle environment as well. I don't know if that was a particularly great ex explanation. If you've played the Talos Principle, it's probably fine. But if you haven't, I'm worried that you're no better off. Uh, basically, you've got puzzles. You do eight puzzles per sector in Talos Principle 2. Eight puzzles per sector. There's 12 sectors. Uh, there's a bunch of other uh, stuff, narrative-related puzzles that you do as well. Uh, but there are also, in each of these sectors, a bunch of puzzles that are not part of the eight puzzles, right? They're, they involve sending beams. All, all of these puzzles in Talos Principle broadly involve sending beams of light around. Not all, but 90% no, yeah. of them involve sending beams of light around, and you will wind up sending beams of light across entire sectors, outside of the puzzles themselves. There's secret puzzles, there's golden war puzzles, there's uh, like uh, lab, like secret laboratory things that are narrative focused. Uh, there's bonus puzzles back in the fucking main city. There's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of puzzles. There's a lot of fucking puzzles. If you like puzzles, Talos Principle has got you. And I think it does a pretty good job of, I guess, like drip feeding you these puzzles so that you always feel like you can come to the, the answer yourself mm -hmm. uh, eventually. Even on really easy puzzles that some for some reason take take me half an hour to fucking solve. And when I solve them, I'm like, oh my God, that was so fucking dumb. Like 90%, that's the other thing, like 95% of these puzzles, when I solve them, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was, I feel fucking smart. I feel fucking smart after that one. And then the other 5% are like, 
Oh my god, I am a dumbass. Yeah, you're like overthinking things. Yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. It does that, like where. Um, so yeah, each hub has its own little like gimmick or, or mechanic that it's using, and it starts off quite simple like the first two or three and then once you get to like four and five it usually throws like a fucking like a brain like a brain test at you yeah and you've got to be you sit there for like half an hour running around or you know sometimes yeah trying trying to fix this stuff uh and then like the fifth one will be like oh this one's gonna be like you're like oh i'm fucking let's do this and then you get in there and you fuck around for like another 15 minutes and then you, you 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 look again and you're like oh no this one's really easy i'm i need to do this yeah. like you just sort of overshoot it like it it throws these weird yeah. curveballs at you um but every time it it's uh like i've never gotten to oh, well you you have i've never gotten to a point where i i am stuck i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do here and the the interesting thing is that we've we've been playing this um, predominantly. It's not out yet. Uh, fuck. We, we all we've been doing is playing this without guides. Yeah. There are no guides out there. This game is not out yet. Yeah. And so it's like, how the fuck? Like when you yeah. get stuck, you're like, well, I'm guessing messaging someone else. I yeah. haven't had to message anyone because I'm not an idiot. An yeah. idiot. But you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I fucking. And, know. But I've. N- <laughs> I messaged Luke asking him how to solve. <laughs> one of the puzzles and then as soon as I did and I literally said to him I'm like I'm hoping by messaging you I will trigger whatever part of my brain it is that only operates when I'm sufficiently ashamed of my failure uh and you now stuck that on the second tutorial level didn't you the first time <laughs> <laughs> you messaged that me was, you were I like I get extremely hungover okay that was different okay my brain was not working Okay, this is a, this is much deeper into the game, uh, and yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, hopefully, it'll, like the part of me that needs to be ashamed of uh, of my failure, uh, and then yeah, literally like a minute later, I solved it, and it was spectacularly easy, like so fucking simple, and I just completely overthought it, but uh, yeah, like that's that's just. That's just how those, that's how all puzzle games go for me, I think. It's just, there's always some point where I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. It's got to be broken. I think it's broken. I can't hmm. admit that it's, I think it's broken. I'm going to have to ask someone. As soon as I ask someone, I'm going to fucking work it out. Bang. That's exactly how it works. It's, as soon as, as soon as you are, you're holding onto a shit and you're like, oh no i gotta go i gotta go but as soon as i go the posty's gonna buzz oh, i can't hold on anymore and you sit down and you pull your pants down, well sorry you pull your pants down and then you sit down and then bzz, and you're like oh and you gotta fucking cut it off before you start going you know it's mm. just it's like the universe knows yeah now that i think of it there was one puzzle i gave up on it was a lost puzzle oh Oh, well, (laughs) who's the dummy now? I I spent, I spent like 10 minutes in there and then I was like, ah, fuck this. I don't, it's not, it's not compulsory anyway. I'll come back some other time, but I've had some time to think about it. I don't know. Maybe you've done it, but it's one where like, I've done them all. All of them? 
all the lost puzzles. You get in there, and I think there's like a um, there's like a fan that like pushes you away, and there might be a jammer you need to get on. Oh on yeah, one yeah, side. yeah. So when you activate the button, the the fan won't allow you to go down the hallway. To, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yep. I think that was one where I was like, I there was like two devices you had. I think it's an inverter. Yeah. Right, and I'm looking at it, and there's like a a gate. There's bars on one side, or maybe not even bars. No, I think it's just a, like a window you can look through. So nothing can get through there. And there's like a button or something. But whenever you stand on the button, the uh, the uh, fan turns on, but it also activates, I think, the gate. Some shit like that. Anyway, and I'm just like, I've got these two devices and I'm just, I'm looking at them being like, no, I don't know. I'm leaving. <laughs> I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Because what I found is that like, if I work backwards sometimes, I can just solve it easily as well but like i need to get this thing here yep. how do i get that there oh okay yeah i got it now like this is what i do that's and with it, that like, one i like that's 100 percent it right like uh i i don't know if it's the term i don't know I've, i haven't looked it up but it's it's subtractive reasoning right like you are literally mm. you are working backwards you are like i instead of deductive reasoning which is what sherlock holmes does right he's like oh well i deduce right i subtract away what i have uh and what i haven't and i'm left with the only possible answer right like yeah. and that's that's basically but like i was i was like six hours into a fucking marathon uh talus session and nate messaged me with these fucking these like maths puzzles to do in uh from what, alan just wake. randomly no from alan wake <laughs> to open up some fuse box or some shit i don't know um right. yeah uh, uh these maths problems he's like oh, oh is this the car one yeah you got like a car or something <laughs> like how many cars how many wheels bikes, how many yeah, wheels yeah, yeah. and i'm like oh subtractive reasoning this is so easy you've got i mean there's there's 800 wheels uh so there has to be, uh, like minimum four hundred bikes. Uh, if there are to be any cars, then there's two hundred cars. Uh, you can you can work out the rest from there. Easy peasy. Uh, and yeah, there was another one. I can't remember what the other one was, but uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, my brain was like just fucking boom, 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 boom. Subtractive reasoning. I'm doing it all the fucking time. I think I was literally doing that fan puzzle when he yeah. messaged me, uh, yeah. with. <laughs> With uh, this puzzle from a fucking Alan Wake as well. It was fucking... I'm just mm. like, fuck, I am on it today. And then, I don't know, fucking drank a bottle of sake and then I had to message you to ask you how to fucking beat a fucking puzzle. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So stupid. Anyway, good times, good times. Yeah, right. Um. So anyway, like there's... Uh, there's a bunch of hubs that you sort of visit in order. Mm. Um, but then the, the actual puzzles themselves are all numbered. It's sort of like a guidance of saying, hey, we're going to teach you the basic new mechanic here. And, um, you know, the new gimmick of this actual area. And then it'll slowly ramp up and throw twists and turns at you. But yeah, I found that like a lot of that stuff. I've never gotten stuck in being like, oh, I'll come back to this one later. I've always sort of, put the time into it and eventually got there um so yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see what 
how how people sort of approach this and and um you know how difficult they do find it i guess because there's there's ways you can circumvent some of the puzzles there are these lights of orbs of light you can sort of get um which i'm i don't really i don't know if you've used the one i don't really know what it does when you use it i'm assuming it just skips like i don't know if it just entirely skips it yeah doesn't give you like a hint or anything i don't think so yeah from the text that i read but like well i was talking to uh dougie and he just skips it yeah uh but yeah i i'm not sure right like i like i don't know man um yeah i'm not i I just i wouldn't use one i I haven't used one either uh but like i'm still collecting all of those orbs though because that's part of the meta challenge of the of the game right like finding mm. all those orbs is also part of the challenge and also you got to solve the sphinx's riddles half the time as well uh they're not that like some of them one of them i gave up on oh yeah it was the one with the dude with like the giant statue man giant statue man there's like an x on the like x marks a spot with the giant statue man like oh in the, in, in, the, in the foreground right like yeah no i gave up on that one too uh i was like i'll just come back to that i i don't know uh i gave up on that one yeah i know i was like i don't know what i'm, I'm looking for here lab, like i'm pretty sure this is where it wants me to go and what am i like is it on the ground is it <laughs> i couldn't like, figure that one out worse is that it does something similar on a later sphinx puzzle and hmm. it's literally just there's there's like a lever there so i did that one before like in the preview build i wonder if it just wasn't in there or something i don't know maybe it was in our build yeah maybe like in that preview build maybe it wasn't available in the preview build but no but i've tried it since then and it's oh, okay i can't figure it out well fair enough i've got no idea no yeah. idea but yeah anyway anyway um I I haven't finished it yet. I, I'm still like I, I think I'm only it. halfway through at this point. <laughs> it's huge. Mm, it is. It is a big game. Um, I haven't finished it either, and it's for a pretty particular reason because I really love the puzzles and I love doing the puzzles, and I love solving. You just the puzzles. keep resetting them. Yeah, I just keep going. Yeah, just keep looping. No, no, it's not. You've that. been doing that one puzzle you messaged me on. So you <laughs> speed run it <laughs> until I could fucking bloop, bloop, bloop. look at me now. Um, no, it's uh, it's because I gotta know who was playing the Talos Principle One, sitting there thinking, you know what I really like when I'm trying to do a puzzle. This voice that never shuts the fuck up. Well, I love it <laughs> when voices never shut the fuck up while I'm trying to work out a fucking puzzle. It's the best. Elohim. I am Elohim. And I am here to tell you the importance of solving this puzzle. Shut the fuck up, Elohim. You motherfucker. And in the Talus Principle 2, it's not just Elohim. It's fucking Bing Bong and Ding Dong and fucking Frick and Frack. And then none of them shut the fuck up. And they all yap all the time. And they get actively in the way of me doing my fucking puzzles because I gotta fucking wait for them to shut the fuck up so I can activate whatever is up next. I don't talk to them. 
I'm not talking. They're always they walking around with speech stuff. bubbles. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, yeah, no. I've done with that shit. We're not talking anymore. But like, they will just chime in. Like sometimes they'll be like, "Wow, that seemed like a really hard one." One K. Your name's One K uh, in the game, by the way. You're the thousandth robot. Um, thousandth human. You didn't, yeah, you didn't uh, tell people you're a robot. Oops. Uh, well. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're like, yo, the th uh, yeah, that was a really tough one, 1K. And then they'll just start fucking yapping. You know what I found really interesting? One of the things that we'd never really taken into account is blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 blah. And then another one will chime in and be like, well, snarky re fucking rejoinder, blah, 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 blah. And then the third one will be like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, shut the fuck up. I found another hologram. I've got to listen to these cunts yap for fuck's sake. Wait for them to finish space yapping. Space Twitter goes off. Walking in the fucking, into the, oh yeah, in the fucking space Twitter is fucking popping off. And they're like, what do you think, 1K? And I always pick just the most antagonistic fucking thing I can think of. Uh, it gives you like an option, four options to reply. It'll be like, um, no, cats are shit or something. And like everyone, all of these robots love cats. They fucking froth cats. But I'll just be like, cats are fucking dumb animals. Fuck you. And then like someone, inevitably someone will be like, wow, 1K, so wise. Like everything you say, someone's like your fucking fan. It's crazy. It's always someone else. Anyway, so they never shut the fuck up and it drives me fucking bananas. At one point, I solved the puzzle. I clipped it as well. I clipped it. Uh, and they're like, one, one of them's like, I can't remember the names and I don't care anymore. But one of them's like, you know, when you think about it, solving these puzzles, 1K must feel extremely similar to how Athena felt when she solved the original puzzles in the first Talos Principle or whatever the fuck, like some meta reference to the first fucking game. And then, uh, and then another one chimes in and he's like, yes, but with one important difference. Athena was alone. And it's supposed to, uh, I think it's supposed to evoke this feeling of like, wow, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by friends, but all I literally said out loud, I should be so lucky. I literally said it out loud. Oh my God, I should be so lucky. Uh, and then I jumped off a fucking cliff. Anyway, I hate it. And I hate the yapping. And I hate that like, I don't know what it is, man. There's something. There's something about making puzzle games where something in your brain breaks. I'm, I'm certain, right? Something in your brain breaks and you just really start to love the smell of your own farts. You fucking love whatever fucking pseudo horseshit philosophical bullshit you've come up with on the fucking fly and you just have to fucking share it with fucking everyone at length for fucking ages, nonstop, fucking every time you go to sleep, you have a fucking another dream about some stupid fucking two pair of fucking people fucking doing some fucking shit. They always have some fucking weird alien. Right? Like <laughs> with a long thing on a plant. What? No, not that. <laughs> not fucking a plant. No, like 
It's like, oh yeah, well, um, and the one thing you need to know know about Hephaestus in the Greek mythology is that blah 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 blah. Hmm. Do you think that uh, Prometheus should have given the fire to man, or was Pandora correct in attempting to put the box back together? And you're like, I'm here to solve laser puzzles. What the fuck are you talking about? Why are you talking to me? Can I just go back to solving laser puzzles, please? Please shut the fuck up. But, like, it literally weighs on me, right? It it just, it, it gets to be too much. I just, that's why I keep, every time I stop playing the Talos Principle, it's because I've just listened to him fucking yap for fucking two minutes, and I'm like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't fuck for fuck's sake, I can't go to another puzzle if it's going to start them talking again. Why have you got the music on? <laughs> just turn the sound off. Like, turn all sound off? Yeah, just mute the master volume. I have muted the music because it was getting extremely repeat repetitive. Oh, I, I turned that off straight away. What are you talking about? It's insane. <laughs> insane. Right? Like, you're obviously going to spend a lot of time in these singular locations, so why would you have music that loops... Inside of like ninety seconds, that's fucking crazy. It's in yeah, mm. it's it's bananas. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I'd because I couldn't, I, I'd still need to hear them, right? Because the fucking subtitles are sharp, right? And I'd I'd need to know what was going on, right? I need to know the narrative conclusion. Also, there are some questions that they haven't asked, and that's upsetting me more than them asking questions, right? I, I I'm certain you've made it up to this bit. Uh, where you can switch to another body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those puzzles. Yeah. yeah. If I were a robot, that would have really harrowing philosophical fucking implications to me. Wait, so I'm... Am I just a thing? Like, what if I don't sw swap back to my original body? Right? Like, what if I've. What if I leave with the body that was trapped here? Who's. But you do. What do you mean I do? You do sometimes. What are you talking about? With a body. You can, you can like, jump into a different body and then leave. Yeah, the puzzle that's what I'm with a different body. Isn't that yeah. fucked? Right? Isn't that some yeah. prestige shit? It's just am, I, shell. am I the prestige or am I the man in the tank? Right? Like, who gets fucking left behind? How the fuck are they not asking this question? This game literally has hours of philosophical, philosophical discussion, right? It will not shut the fuck up with philosophical discussion. And at no point do they, like, contemplate the nature of... Who am I? What am I? I'm a robot and I can just switch into another fucking robot's body? Nobody else mentions it. They're just like, wow, that's a neat trick. Good one, 1K. Way to solve those puzzles. No. Fuck you. What the fuck did I switch into? Was that just a shell? Are we all just shells? Are we just fucking shells for some fucking, like, mind to fucking inhabit? What does that mean? You, you want more writing. I would at least like them to address this one fucking concern, because, good God, Maybe it just seems will. like a crazy fucking oversight. Anyway. Maybe so. one of the people that were walking around w was talking about that. You they just didn't won't. talk to them. Nope. But you talk to everyone. I don't. But they all talk at me, so 
you know. Well, no, you have to go up and talk to some of them. Sometimes. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But no way. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to. They hear maybe no. had one of them in there. No, no. You may be missing all this good stuff. You got to go back and talk to them. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Anyway, so <coughs> I haven't finished it. Uh, I do want to finish it, but I keep having to pause to give myself uh, some breathing room from the right. uh, the never shutting the fuck up stuff. Also, you've been in the mega structure, right? Yeah, I don't love the puzzles in mega structure. They're probably um, they're they're the most boring to me. I just don't. I well, think I, it's a really good opportunity to combine everything that you've just learned, right? Like you just. Mm theoretically learned at three least mechanics yeah three ma major mechanics by the time you get to the like third trip to the mega structure you should have nine mechanics under your belt so i'm surprised that the mega structure puzzles don't appear to engage all nine of those puzzle mechanics you know it's just a little bit yeah. overwhelming well i think they don't want it to be a bottleneck right because if you get stuck on one you can't get through and they so they have it's, to make them it's easy. a puzzle game i know but there's got the point is going to be a fucking bottleneck somewhere. Oh yeah. If you no. get stuck on one, you can't progress anymore. And right, and you can't hear more of the yapping, which is obviously yeah. the important part of the game. Because they're in there with you too. Yeah, they're there as well. <laughs> at, one point, at one point, during that first one, where like you find the secret entrance or some shit, like you you get in there and like you open the fucking door and you run around and. One of the robots is already in there. I'm like, what is going on? How did you get here? <laughs> yeah. He did like, I, I literally just opened this thing. Right? Like, probably teleported into a new body. Don't worry about yeah. it. Shut the fuck up, Ben. Um, anyway, I would recommend it, but... Uh, I, I would think it's super cheap, too. Is it? I think it's like 30 bucks or something. Uh... Thirty-nine fifty-five Australian. I yeah. would definitely recommend it at that price. Uh, Forty bucks. Yeah, you will get a lot if you like puzzle games, right? Hmm. If you like puzzle games, you'll get a lot out of this game. If you don't like puzzle games, then fucking forget about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, if Portal is your jam, The yeah. Witness, The Looker. I can't believe you forgot that one off the list. Can't believe um, The Looker. Game of the year last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, super liminal um yeah that what sort that, of stuff what was that one you played early this year that where you were like taking a photo and like shifting it places it's recently uh view viewfinder viewfinder yeah yeah if you like those kinds of puzzles games yeah you'll get so much much out of this like the puzzles are so on point it's just everything around the puzzles puzzles are really good bananas Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this is the best puzzle game since, since The Witness. Since The Witness? Yep. What about The Looker? You just fucking, you just brought it up and then you just well, that was straight it. past it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good too. Yep. Um, no, I'm, I'm super curious to see what the uh, reception of this is about because it's not, like, this is not a game that's trending right now. Yeah. Um, which is weird because I thought that the Talos Principle was a um, popular game. Yeah. I it's it just not on anyone's... It's just not on on like anyone's radar. It's it's not in the like top one hundred on the Steam wish list, yeah. um, which is interesting. I think what will happen, and I don't know at this point, 
because reviews aren't out. Mm. This is us talking before Embargo. It's a Devolver digital game. It's probably been pushed out to a lot of publications. It could be one of those sleeper games that like just fucking comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden it's a game of the year contender. Like I just, I wonder if it's going to do that. If people would just be like, this thing is insane. Or if you and I are just crazy and we're like, we love fucking puzzle games, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be. Yeah. It could be either of those things. It could literally be either. Like, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore because uh, the next game on the list is apparently a game of the year contender and I fucking hate it. So uh, <laughs> I, I just don't Surprised. know. Surprised. I am just. I'm clearly out of touch. Uh, the next game on the list is Alan Wake 2. Uh, you play as the titular, the testicular, uh, Alan Wake, and as FBI Detective Saga Anderson. S- Anderson. Mrs. Anderson. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you roll around the town of Bright Falls, and I don't want to say too much more than that. Because sure. uh, I assume... Well, I mean, it's a very... It's a very... It's a story-heavy game. Uh, if you thought there was a lot of talking in fucking Dallas Principle, I'll tell you what. You ain't seen a lot of talking yet. Fucking hell. There's a lot of talking in Alan Wake too. There's a lot of talking. A lot of waiting people for people to shut the fuck up so I can play the video game that I'm supposed to be playing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked the first hour of, of Alan Wake too. I was really digging it. Uh, but it wasn't Alan Wake to me. It wasn't, it wasn't a remedy game to me. Actually, mm-hmm. like in general, right? Like, I I had in my mind a picture of what Alan Wake was and what Control was, and I had an expectation, and what I got was not anything like that at all. It was a, I don't know, a fucking point and click adventure, basically. Um. You're walking around an area looking for clues and then finding those clues, solving simple puzzles, like comparatively speaking, like having just played Talos Principle 2, uh, these are simple puzzles. They're not, there's nothing really on par. Um, that's not the, that's not Alan Wake's, you know, fault. It's just. I mean, some of them are complex. You have to send your friends pictures to. Work out this maths problem. Some of them are complex some puzzles. I didn't have to send anyone any pictures. I no, well, you haven't done that. No, I'm saying that I'm like some of them maths. are complex puzzles where like you bringing out calculators and trying to work out maths or p- picture puzzles, like environmental puzzles. It's not like it does get more complex as the game goes. All right. Um, anything as tricky as Talus Principle? Well, they're just different, right? It's not. It's not really an important point of note right like yeah you're not the, pointing laser beams around the place to yeah yeah i think they're more some of the com- some of the puzzles are more complex than other puzzles you would find in like a op- uh, an rpg open world rpg or something right like yeah um 
but yeah, you're rolling around, solving these puzzles, finding clues, uh, and theoretically putting together the details of a case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Oh, you don't just play as those two characters. You also play as uh, the fat sack of shit at the start of the game who doesn't have a dick until he's lying on a on a bench. In the morgue. In the morgue. Yeah, um, yeah whatever his name is. Uh, Nightingale. You, you play as him. It's a spoiler, but sure. I, I didn't say his name. You said his name. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's a spoiler to say you play as someone else, but... It's the first, it literally starts as the game. Like, that's the start of the game. That's three yeah, seconds I was like, into the game. I was like, oh, this is different. This is not. This is how You can't even talk about how the fucking game begins. Come on, son. Um, I'm Water Brothers, baby. Uh, well, I spoiled it already on my YouTube shorts, and that went viral. I think I got seven views, so uh, huge. Yarn blazes. Think doing numbers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, such a good video too fuck i nailed that video uh so yeah anyway uh yeah you roll around you solve these puzzles uh and you solve these clues find clues and you're trying to solve this mystery and then shit gets weird Hmm. and the mystery uh, is what happened alan wake basically yeah yeah there's so he disappeared in 2010 and got trapped in the dark place and then all these events have happened after that um and i guess remedies created this this universe now where their their games are interconnected so control was the they're saying is the first one Uh, we can talk about that later um uh but in the control um video game there were links and hints to alan wake being a part of that story and they eventually confirmed it after that game was released uh, and then said, yes, it's a connected universe and then also released a DLC which tied into the events of um, this this game here. Uh, and so, yeah, this, this, this takes place in sort of like present day um, from the perspective of Saga Anderson. So it has been like 13 years and stuff has started going wrong in bright falls and then that is like when the fbi gets called in to be like hey there's some weird things happening that's going on here like you should come check this out and then that's where you sort of pick up and things divulge yeah uh yes and yeah i don't know it's it yeah it's like i said it's not at all like control or alan wake uh you yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure. And generally, I don't enjoy point-and-click adventures. Uh, they're just not my kind of game, right? Like, it is what it is. Uh, it also does... It also has a real problem with pacing, in my opinion. Uh, you sc- can't skip dialogue. Uh, so there are num- like numerous times where you just have to wait for people to finish delivering information that you or that i had certainly already fucking deduced uh so i don't acquire any new information out of what they had to say um i don't think that i don't think a lot of the voice acting from the supporting cast is very fucking good um like 
Yeah, just like I'm just remembering the scene in the diner uh, near the start where you talk mm. to the Rose, out of, the out of towners. Oh, okay, yeah. And Rose is that the chick behind the counter? Yeah, she's the the uh, waitress. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened there. But like, does she not do second takes or something? Like, do you want to have another run at that one, Rose? No. All right, you good. All right, cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the the out of towners they also weren't really fucking smashing it. Uh, so yeah, it was just I was just I just sort of sat there and like waited for it to allow me to play and like it all tabs really nicely. I, I'm not having any fucking uh, performance issues or anything like that. I think it looks nice. The art style is really good. Um, but yeah, I just found myself fucking alt tabbing a lot because they would be talking and I would not, I would not be necessary. And so that's kind of the game to me is like, I'm not like, I don't know, man, like I say that's the game to me, but what, what is the game? What's the game part of Alan Wake 2? Is it solving puzzles? Because that's... Well, it's a survival the, horror game. But, like... Is it? You don't shoot a gun until fucking an hour and 30 minutes into the game. Yeah. And you only shoot that's... it once, and then you don't shoot it again for another fucking 45 minutes. Right? Like, that's crazy. Right? And then you just... It's, it's again, you're just walking around, looking at things. Shining a torch in some places or whatever. And then, yeah, like, it's... I, I'm having my most fun when I'm solving those, like, nursery rhyme puzzles. I'm, I, I'm only, like, a quarter of the way in. Maybe not even that. I just finished... I've just returned to playing as Saga after playing as Alan. Mm -hmm. For the first time. Yeah. Um... But like, so I'm, yeah, I'm not even, yeah, I'm like a quarter of the way in or something. But right. I'm just like, what's, what's, what's the game here, right? Like the, the most fun I have is when it's doing the puzzle stuff. Uh, and most, but a lot of the time I'm, I just feel like I'm in the way. I'm just an inconvenience. I just don't know why, why is this a game instead of a movie or a TV show? Like what does it being a game bring to the experience what what why does this need to be a game you know like that's what i don't get because i'm not getting anything out of it being a game outside of like i would have infinitely more focus on what was happening within the story which i do actually like because i'm a fucking dipshit for fucking meta narrative interlooped horseshit but like yeah, I'm just like, all right, cool. Uh, I guess, I guess Alan's gonna talk for a bit now, so I'll just wait for that to finish. Right? Like, I'm, I'm not necessary. I'm not. I'm. A, I'm. If anything, I'm a burden on this experience. I'm like an inconvenience because I am trying to like, I am trying to walk up to the fucking police station. Right, while Sheriff fucking Quantum Break, Jim, and Max Payne have a fucking slow, slow walk up a fucking hill for reasons I don't understand, 
And I'm just like running, stop so that they'll keep walking because when I get too far ahead, they stop walking and I have to like loop back and I'm like, cool, excellent. So like, why? Why has no video game done the blend in thing from like Assassin's Creed, but for walking at the same pace as everyone who's talking around you? Why is that still a problem in 2023? Because it's not only Alan Wake that's done it. Fucking Starfield was terrible for it as well. It drives me bonkers. I don't understand. Why do you not match pace with the people you're fucking talking to? Are you not a human? Ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. What am I doing? Right? Like, why am I here? What, what do I bring to the table? But... I'm sure you love it, right? Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So you don't you didn't get any any of the combat then, like the Alan Wake combat, the horror stuff in there. Yeah, it's just not that interesting. I don't know. Really? That stuff scared actually like the shit out of me. Really? <laughs> no, you can yeah. but you can run past it. Like, I mean, I just, eventually you you can't run past it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's well, just, I haven't I haven't gotten to anything. Like, I just like because ammo is so fucking scarce that I'm just like, oh, and batteries are fucking so fucking scarce that I'm just like, at one point I ran out of batteries. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right, there's like fucking seven billion fucking shadows. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Right. I'm just going to fucking run to the next bit and if I die, I die and I'll reset the checkpoint. And I run straight through it and I just ran through it. And I'm like, well, I've fucked this yeah. up. I've fucked this game for me. So yeah, so there's sort of fucking took the wind out of it. So in terms of like the combat, it's it's quite different from the um, uh, the original game where like you would hold a flashlight and then burn away the the darkness from uh the taken um and then you could shoot them and that would allow you to do damage and that sort of stuff in this one the two characters are are a little bit different the um saga anderson is in bright floor is in, in bright falls uh and she is just like attacking or being attacked by taken where you get rid of the shadow um or the the shield and then that's done whereas alan is trapped in the dark place still and all of the enemies that he encounters are these like shadowy figures. They begin as like shadows and they're, they're like just walking around the environment. And sometimes they, they actually will manifest and become a actual enemy that can attack you and hurt you. And other times they will disappear. Um, but the way that you interact with these shadows is you've got a flashlight boost now. So no longer do you just put your, flashlight on them and then that disperses the shield you've actually got to click a button to do it and so it comes down to in alan's world is this thing actually going to attack me or not and 70 percent, 80 percent of the time like nothing happens you can actually get upgrades later on that'll um make it harder for them to detect you and things like that yeah um but it's a lot of like you walking around a place and being sort of surrounded by you know eight or nine of these shadow things and not knowing which one could attack you and slowly walking up and pointing your flashlight and being like okay this one's starting to slowly disappear and then like pointing to the next one and then sort of seeing like 
the crowbar they're holding and be like, all right, that's a fucking actual person. And then like starting engaging with that entire thing. That first like couple of hours I was playing as Alan Wake was just like, that whole section was just tense as shit because I never knew when something was going to start fighting me or not. Mm. And I'd have to start engaging in that combat. And so like I was playing it as a horror game at that point uh, and walking around and and doing it that way. Um, so I think we've sort of had like i wasn't running away from anything i was slowly working my way through yeah trying to fight things and figure out what was going to kill me and what wasn't that's weird though right because like in a survival horror you do like run from stuff right you don't always on occasions there are points in this game where you will just run away from things but when it's like you need to get somewhere then you'll just have to get you've got to go from point a to point b like that's my yeah where I need to get to. But what I, I'm saying, like, you know, if, if you think about, like, fucking Resident Evil and stuff, you weren't supposed mm. to shoot every zombie. Yeah. Right? In the original. in Like, in the genesis of the survival horror genre, it was Silent Hill. Silent Hill's a great one, right? You definitely weren't fucking supposed to fight everything in Silent Hill, right? You were supposed to run away from stuff, right? Like, mm. survival horror, you were supposed to run from, like run around enemies or run past enemies where you, you thought you could get away with it right and you know yeah. like yeah i think there's a system in place in this game that um dishes out ammo depending on how much you've got or how much like you're about to encounter things as well it takes me i've had instances oh, where like i've opened alex. up something Half-life yeah yeah where like i've opened up something and there's nothing in there and then i'll reload a save later on and from something where i've like struggled and it's like given me more ammo or like an extra health thing or um occasions where i'm like i'm really low on ammo and i open up a box and all of a sudden i've got like there's like medical supplies in there and like two lots of ammo and shotgun shells I'm like, oh, okay cool i i never ran out of like ammo at all or flashlights the entire time i was playing i, I always had enough to go around and then and then anything that i felt like i had too much of i would chuck in my stash and by literally the end of the game um the the last maybe five hours my my stash was full and i was like i'm getting all this stuff and i just don't so i started using it like yeah. a lot more as the game went on i'm like oh i'm sort of i've got <laughs> i've got like fucking 25 flares maybe i should use some <laughs> flares now yeah. um things like that so i not i never had a problem with like running out of anything uh, but at the same time i felt like it was giving me enough to deal with the situation it seemed to know it's particularly when i was in the actual level parts and not the open world hub areas when things were going to happen and it does seem like there are random encounters because i've had i've died from things and then come back and and been like oh there's no longer a thing here that killed me before and um Right. when I was out in the hub world as opposed to like what was supposed to be a mission area yeah uh, so that stuff does seem random at times so yeah no I enjoyed all of that like trying to figure out if I was going to die or not and I think the way that is handled of I, I like I just don't I've never seen that before of there are all these things in front of you and not all of them are going to kill you and then you it gets really close to you and eventually it's like oh this thing is not actually disappearing it's still coming towards me yep. and now it's gonna it's attacking me and you have to dodge out of the way and and start fighting this thing and potentially there's maybe three or four more 
taken that come and and um can fight you that as soon as i got to the alan wake stuff is when i was like shit this is like a proper survival horror game yeah um and i felt a change where it definitely got to a point where i got a lot more familiar with what was going on and i could handle that stuff a little bit better but then it starts throwing like jump scare shit at you and there's an entire section later on that fucking scared the actual like crap out of me i've not been this scared in a long time and i don't get i don't get get scared watching like movies anything like that but i had a bunch of jump scares in this one particular section where i was just like please just stop stop doing that it is uh and i don't think you'll like it because they're actual like jump scares and they Mm. just keep on happening and they keep on happening and push it there's a reason why it's happening there's a story element to it right but it's just constantly happening every like two minutes and it it, it just ever got me every single time um there was one point where like i need to go to the basement and i'm like i'm not going to the fucking basement <laughs> like yeah. this is gonna be a nightmare and it, it was a nightmare going through that entire section yeah. um so anyway no i um yeah i think you're right it, it isn't a it's not like control it's not like alan wake alan wake was a what was the tagline a psychological thriller um yep. and it had a, a quite a bit of action elements in it, it was an action horror. uh yeah action horror game uh control was an action game with horror i don't know horror sci-fi yeah uh, weird dash of horror yeah sure um this is uh, we were talking about it beforehand like they said it was going to be a survival horror game uh mm. and i think it, it is on that and i uh i think they're taking a lot of inspiration from like their old school resident evil games and trying to inject those puzzle elements into it and different ways that you can interact with the world but because it is sam lake he loves his stories and so that that's all all of his games have always had like really in-depth stories and interesting characters and and worlds and so you're getting the most (laughs) of that this time around um and I've, I've enjoyed all of that stuff. I think I just finished it today. I think the way that it wraps up is, uh, was satisfying for me as a fan of that series and a fan of what they're doing with Control. Um, and I enjoyed all the characters. I think that uh, Alan Wake, Saga, and I'd say Casey are probably the main three characters um, and throughout the entire game. And well, obviously, uh, Casey's not a main character, but like he, he's part of the main cast of characters. Yeah. Um, and you interact with him a lot more than what I thought you would. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I think that they do a really good job. And he job. looks like Max Payne and he talks like Max Payne. And it's very yeah. off-putting to me. I don't know, man. I just didn't. It's not off-putting because it, it is Max Payne. <laughs> that is the problem, <laughs> is that obviously rockstar owns that license now um he is very clearly supposed to be max Payne. to the point like you said it's voiced by the same actor it's portrayed by the same actor which is sam lake who portrayed max Payne in the original game um he's wearing the same clothes he's he is uh has the same backstory basically i agree that he's max Payne 
in half of the game. Sure. I just don't think FBI agent Casey right. is Max Payne. Right, no. Right, like, yeah, like, when he's elsewhere. Alan Wake's, Alan Wake's Alex Casey is Max yeah. Payne, whereas yeah. Real World Alex Casey is not Max Payne. But yes, it is. Yeah. I th- it's Max Payne, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and there are other characters that show up in this game that are like tied to obviously quantum break oh, like sure, if in, break. Re- in in remedy's dream world they would own all those ips yeah. and i think that alan uh sam lake is running around being like no these are the two games that they're connected to because obviously we don't own those other licenses but licenses, yeah here's fucking here's cole's uh here's aldi uh <laughs> yeah max Payne, yep. and here's aldi from this other series that we worked on yep. um you know and people show up and you're like okay fair enough and i think they're trying to at this point bring those characters together like trying to s- tell those stories but without actually having because yep. you know without having, having those characters um because he's, he's very clearly it's max Payne. like that was always the assumption was that that character was Max Payne. And I think at this point it's now pretty much confirmed unofficially. Um, So yeah, everything they do in this story, like from a perspective, from a a fan who's enjoyed that last game and where it leads up and then all the stuff to control, I thought they executed that really well. I never had a problem with the pacing. Um, I, I think it's interesting that you can like switch between characters at pretty much any time of the game. And they sort of, up until a point like from the beginning you're playing quite linearly from one character to another and then it becomes you can take over which other character you want uh and then obviously you get to a certain point where they need to come together those two stories um and just it gets that ramp up at the start i really enjoyed the bits in between there's a level in there i think it's one of the best i don't think you've probably gotten to it yet um judging by what you've said but mm. it's pr- probably one of the best levels i played in 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 years like i think it tops um what was what was the level in in control um i forget the name of what they called it the, the maze some sort of oh, maze yeah. yeah the maze was the one everyone was going about i've not read any reviews for this yet i haven't had a chance because i literally just finished yeah 30 minutes before we start recording so I haven't checked out what people I've read one review which is the one I worked on right. on our site yeah um I think there's a, a level in this that tops that the way it's done the stylistic approach um is amazing on top of that it leads on to another level which I, which I think is like fantastic as well that entire whole section uh, you that you go through uh is in a it's set in a hotel and the story that it's telling there is fantastic um and the interesting thing about alan wake is that he has this uh because he is writing the story he gets um you run into these certain sections which are uh, set up as puzzles and he has to get inspiration of how to change the story in the scene and you go to your plot board which is um basically like a little menu sort of thing you're moving you're clicking on 
the scene and then you're clicking on the idea of inspiration and as you're walking around and and completing these levels you're getting more ideas for inspiration and you can inter inter uh, change these inspirations with the scenes and it'll do different things in the environment and open up doors and as you progress further and further into the game that gets a little bit more complex and more puzzles are introduced um, and more ideas are introduced and i think that the way that it eventually does that or, or it starts to open up a bit more is super interesting so it could start off with like he's got an idea about a drug cult um and then later on through this level you get he gets an inspiration about um uh, cop killers and then alex casey starts getting involved and you're seeing him talking about this story and it starts we interweaving all these different narratives in there and so you're using that inspiration as alex uh, Al uh, alan to change the scene and it opens up and and changes the actual look of the environment and the doors you can access and what's going on um yeah and i think that that is a super interesting way to um to make things sort of they, they sort of toyed with that in and we're swing, we're starting to see games do a little bit more of that now with like control you run up and you pull the the light switch and it's sort of you do that three times and like all of a sudden it transports you to somewhere else or like you're in the ocean mo ocean view motel um yeah. whereas this is like it completely changes the aesthetic of the scene walls are removed there's doors here that are open now uh, and it's kind of doing that quite quickly um and so anyway back to like i think that the way that that involves that particular aspect of the mission in the hotel that entire part which plays out over the span of a couple of hours i thought was just one of the most interesting and engaging levels that i've played in that the entire way i was like fucking scared of what was gonna pop out and get me um yeah and i just thought that the way they executed that was i was fantastic um and i think it just sort of keeps elevating from from there in terms of like what alan's doing in his world and the way that sort of all uh, comes together in the end um the saga stuff i i enjoyed parts of it i think there are stuff that you know the carnival you go to is well not the carnival the coffee world um is creepy and things like that but i don't think it sort of gets that same peaks as what is happening in alan's world because it is so uh he, he is in basically like a, a nightmare he's in a dream so yeah they can do fantastic things with levels you go you're on a the ground floor of a level and you've probably seen a little bit of this but you'll open a door you're on the ground floor you go you open a door you go down a set of stairs you open this the the next door and you're on a rooftop all of a sudden you're like what the fuck like they play with imagery and level design like that and that happens quite a bit of like you never sort of know where you're going to be when you open that next door or, or like what when you go around the corner all of a sudden like the scene completely changes and you turn around and the room you were just in is different and, and they do like a lot of stuff with that and um i think because of the way that the actual visual fidelity of the game as well it's one of the best looking games out right now and, and combining all of those elements of the level design and the the visual um fidelity of the game the graphics i think um yeah they they're doing what remedy has done for like the last 20 years is whenever they put out a game they're trying to push push the graphics um in in a way that hasn't been seen before and i think that what they're doing here is getting to a point where i think we've all we've always known that their games have been cult hits apart from 
I think Quantum Break had a lot of meddling, it sounds like, with people getting in the way. Um, but Control was never a game that really, like it got well, IGN's game of the year, uh, but it was never like a, you know, a multi, you know, yeah. didn't sell millions of copies. It was a cult thing that eventually, kind of similar with Alan Wake, got there. Um, yep. And I think this is the first time they've actually had like something come out. And I think it's going to be their most successful game. Um, I reckon but it's if that if that's I, the case, I reckon I reckon that would have been way better off if Control had popped off than compared to this, because mm. this is too slow. It's too. I slow, think people man. like people love that like Resident Evil style games. They all the horror fans love this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, what else was there? I could say. Um, I touched on the, uh, I guess Saga's got like a mind place. Um, where <laughs> mind she, place? Her mind Based palace? Based on the mind palace technique. Oh my God. I fucking laughed. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. You, like what? You just, just call it a mind palace. Why would you change the mind place? You dropped a single it's letter. probably copyrighted. Get the fuck out of here. Sherlock Holmes would be up in their grills about all that <laughs> stuff. Um, and so it's, a, it's an actual physical environment. You can walk around. You can interact with like a lot of the collectibles in this area. Um, and there's a giant case board. You know, you're attaching pieces of evidence on the case board and it's, it's got a string attached to certain parts. And as you're doing that, it's filling in blanks, bits of information. You can hover over the piece of information you've got. It'll tell you like a little bit more detail about what's going on. And eventually you can start putting pieces of the puzzle together and that will open up opportunities for you to either unlock new objectives or um, or, or like uh, go and profile other people in the game, which is her like mental uh, ability that she's got, her psychic ability. Um, I found the case board incredibly tedious. And mm. then when playing as Alan Wake... Uh, and comparatively, you've got this scene changer ability. Oh my God. Going back to Saga and back to the case board. I'm like, fuck me dead. This is so much worse. Like, mm. God damn. Alan's got some fucking, like going to Alan's mind place is actually pretty fucking good. Cause I'm actually Easy. about to do some shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going to Saga is like fucking, ugh. Yeah, just put it up like yeah, I don't know I don't know what that added, to be honest. Uh the profiling was kind of cool, but uh did seem to just profile the one person a lot. I don't know. She just goes back to the one yeah, person. I mean, yeah, that does that does change. Yeah. Um Right. Did you so you're you've done Alan Wake stuff. Have you met have you done like the talk show and that sort of stuff as yeah. well? Okay. Yeah. Has he done like interacting with the TV and any of that sort of stuff? Interacting with the TV. No. Uh, no. Never mind. Right. There's things happen where you're like, you'll interact. Alan will interact with the TV and it goes into like an FMV. And then from the FMV, it goes into like the next, you'll be actually be in that scene. So um, right. it does stuff like that where it's interchanging between Form motion oh, video no, it, did, and, it did sort of do that in the intro to Alan Wake when you first start playing as him when you first yeah. do the talk show and then you loop back to the talk show 
Sort right. of does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it does a bunch of that. It's using the same, uh, from an art perspective, like the visual style, that um, silhouette from Control is like used a lot more here yeah. um, in terms of, they've obviously recorded like a ton of more stuff for that. Um, but also it plays into certain parts of the, as you're walking in around the environment, sometimes the the locations change a little bit and they can do, they do interesting, interesting things with like trying to, um, I guess, hide things that are about to come up as well. And so that adds into the horror element um, sometimes. And I think that overlay is quite neat. And this is them coming together with like, oh, it's all connected. Like it's all part of the same universe and, and what it's telling. Um, and I, I, it, it definitely like starts slowly poking. Po- uh, if you've played Control, like you'll see those threads starting to poke in a little bit when you first get to like one of the main areas. It's like pretty much straight away. It's like, oh, here's an FBC station here, and you can start finding documents about the FBC, which is the the Federal Bureau of Control, which was yeah a part of the um the 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 main location of Control, and then slowly other things start happening, and it all does eventually like. Um, you know, it's all trying to tie into, I guess, one story somewhere. Um, but I think uh, all that stuff is cool. It's we haven't sort of seen that in a game before, I guess. Um, tie a bunch of weird things there. Anyway, so yeah, I um, yeah, I had a really good time with it. I think that uh, I think it's probably their their best game yet that I've played. Um. I, I've had a lot of fun with it. And for me, it's the story stuff. Like I get so engaged in the world they've created and what they've done. Um, yeah, me too. I really like the story stuff. I just don't know why... Hmm. Like, what Why are you I? trying to skip it all then? I'm, but no, I'm not trying to skip it. I'm just trying to like in, engage with it at a pace that like I am comfortable with. Because I don't... Like... I don't need these people to say... Like, it's not a fucking TV show, right? Like, this is the problem, right? I sit down for a fucking video game uh, and and I'm expecting, like, a certain pacing, right? Hmm. And if I don't get that pacing, right, then, like, the whole experience better can be consistent in that pacing. But then I go play as Alan Wake and I'm fucking running everywhere, right, which is a learned behavior, but... Nevertheless, it is a successful, efficient way to play to the point where I'm up to. Like, so I'm running everywhere and then I have to, I get to a point and I literally have to, I come to a standstill. It's just like fucking up my pacing. Whereas if I could just like skip through dialogue lines, especially when it's poorly acted, that diner scene, I keep fucking mentally going back to it as this like, holy fuck. You never talk to them again. That's fine. Oh, it was (laughs) awful. Um, but like, yeah, like, I just, I just, I just don't understand why I can't skip the fucking dialogue. Why do I have to fucking stand there and wait? What does that add? Like, what does that add to the game experience outside of like literally killing the pacing for someone? Video games are about interactivity, right? And the lowest, the the most basic form of interactivity that you can have is allowing someone to at least set their own fucking pace Hmm. and 
you're just not allowed to do that. And oh, I'm ass- I'm assuming there's a reason because that's like you could skip it in control. Yeah, no, you could skip it in control. That's true, right? Like, so that makes it even worse to me. I don't know, man. Like, it's just yeah. well, I, I I guess the the thing you can de- you can definitely skip cutscenes. You can't yeah. skip lines. Um, no, yeah, control. You could skip lines, and yeah. also, but you were locked in a conversation with control. You were like, yeah. It was, uh, I don't know what you call that fucking... Cyberpunk did the same thing, right? Like, what, just, what, what do, what do I get out of not being locked in a fucking conversation, right? Because I am essentially locked in the fucking conversation anyway. I can't walk away and, wait, with it, without ending, like, effectively, either literally ending the conversation or effectively ending it by no longer being able to hear whatever the fuck they're talking about. So, like, what does this achieve? Am I, like... Yeah, just let me, f- just lock me in the conversation. What what is the upside? It's just it's mind boggling. What what do they get out of it? There's got there has to be a reason, as you said. There has to be a reason. Yeah, there's there's obviously a reason because like all their other games have had it, and so maybe yeah. it'll get patched or or something. But I don't know. I, I just don't get it, it's- man. Yeah, but it dri- yeah it drives me bonkers because yeah it literally just kills like because I'm, I'm not engaging anymore right i'm no longer interacting with this video game so all i'm doing is waiting all i'm doing is thinking well what what am i here for right and then when i'm playing the game i'm having fun and then it comes to a fucking standstill Except when it's really good, right? Like when, like the fucking talk show scenes. I wasn't, I wasn't sitting there like waiting for it to fucking finish. Like, oh come on, let's go. I'm fucking this is stupid, right? I was like fucking in. I'm on board, right? When I'm on board, I'm on board. But when I'm not, just let me fucking s- skip through dialogue that I've already read the subtitles of. Type shit. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, very frustrating. Uh, it does make me like it's it's weird. But it's made me appreciate Spider-Man 2 more. Because Spider-Man 2 is not as aggressive. Like, it, it also wouldn't allow me to fucking skip. But it, like, was kind of... I don't know. That's... I think what it is, is that Alan Wake 2 will very happily just have a fucking 10-minute long conversation. Where you're not, where the player's not really doing anything. It's like a fucking Hideo Kojima cutscene or some shit, right? Where you just like sort of sat there. Uh, and yeah, when it's on, it's on. And when it's off, you're just like, when is this going to end? Whereas Spider Man 2, they're all really bite sized little chunks, you know? Anyway, uh, I'm still going through it. Uh, yeah, when I'm playing as Alan, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm playing this saga. I am not so much, but I, yeah, this coffee world, the fucking, the hunting world. I think I'm on my way there. Coffee just- world. Yeah. It's, it's basically just a fucking, uh, like a amusement park. So I'm sure you'll enjoy that. Love it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's super creepy. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say. Like, there's a there's a patch coming out. Um, I think this week. Yeah, I think I, they said this week. What's like what's that for? It doesn't. Um, 
performance has been good. Yeah, I've not had a. I mean, I had one bug where I uh, it wouldn't let me aim down sights for some reason um, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, during a fight, and that was the only thing I've, I've run into. Um, but all I, I just I killed myself, and then it was fine. Uh, the no, the patches for New Game Plus, um, and they're adding in oh. like a alternate narrative, and I don't know how that's going to work. But like new manuscript pages and um, video content, and um, what into New uh, Game Plus? I don't. I'm not too sure. Maybe yeah. that's how New Game Plus worked on the last one. Um, so it could be that, but I guess we'll have to wait and see it's supposed to be out this this week but yeah from a i think that was the thing we're worried about because this came in super hot um i i had heard that they'd basically been working on it the week before release like that weekend um they were still trying to polish uh code came through on like monday night and embargo was basically like thursday or late thursday night and so um by that stage, like I, I had a code, I, I just didn't have time to play it at all. I couldn't. I think I got in there on like Wednesday, or like might have been just after we finished recording last week was when I finally got a chance to jump in yep. and check it out. Or the next day, um, yeah. But it's it's it runs runs great. Um, haven't had any bugs, and, and looks looks fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing I'm disappointed about it does have a photo mode because didn't control have a photo mode. I do think it did, yeah. Maybe they'll patch it in. Once they patch in the fat dude's dick. Because the first thing I'm going to do when they put in a fucking photo mode is I'm going to see if that dude has a dick or not. They put a photo mode in later. Um, okay, that's fair enough. Anyway, because, yeah, I was like... I kept running around being like, I want to fucking take photos. This looks so fucking pretty. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm keen to like start reading up on people's reviews and go diving into like uh, theories and what's going on and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll have to. We obviously know they've got Control Two. They're working on that. Was some news from from today. Um, that's gone into right. the next yeah. phase. Um, and I think they've confirmed some DLC for this already as well. Yeah, because um, it's like way. an ultimate edition and stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I I very much enjoyed it. Joe thinks it's the worst game he's ever played. Um, but maybe we'll find out some more next week if things change. Maybe you'll get up to some of these these levels that are oh, the good levels. Uh, uh, no, I think there's there's a lot of good levels. Um, yeah, there, there's just like some of the levels just go. I think Alan's got the best levels in the game. Like yeah. his entire area was just every single time a highlight for me. Because mm-hmm. uh, they can just play and do weird things. That yeah. All right. Well, let's, um, unless there's anything else you wanted to say, um, no. we can maybe wrap things up and do some news. news. All let's right. Go. Um, let's go. Uh, Dota 2 International happened over the weekend. Mm. I found out this was going on. Uh, maybe halfway through game two of the final. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how that's how invested I was. Yep. Um, Team Spirit versus what are they called? Someone. Uh... Blah. No. <laughs> Ga- Ga- GG. Okay. What's Gaim- their full name? Gaiman Gaming. 
Is that it? Gladiators. Gladiators. Gaming Gladiators. Gaming Gladiators. That's it. Yeah, obviously we were very invested in this. Um, I I, it is, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we we've talked about this recently. The uh, Dota Two International uh, prize pool was extremely low. They had issues with the the uh, their. Is it still called a compendium these these days? I suppose. Yeah. So, so sort of like a, a international pass um last year was what was it 20 something million around about that yeah this year it capped out at three yeah, three and a half three point so, two lowest it's ever been the highest it's ever been was like 40 something million so yeah. it's gotten right up there and that was just before i think the pandemic like 2018 maybe um so i i don't know i just feel like they've done a really poor job this year of anything everything associated with it yeah. uh finals day was like the last two days it's it's just be, completely become this v- very smaller and smaller thing which is bizarre because it's always made a fuck ton of money for them uh, so i don't understand like what has happened yeah there it's it's strange uh did you watch any of this at all yeah i was watching um like i don't know I enjoy watching um, esports. I enjoy watching the best players in the world do what they're best at. Uh, this one was kind of uh, an absolute fucking stomping. So not all that interesting but viewing experience. Like they just Team Spirit just outclassed. Uh, the Gladiators, GG, uh, the entire way, right? Like, even uh, we, were, we were talking about it, me and uh, the hand you are talking about it in uh, our eSports spoiler chats. And, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. At one point, I think it was game three, just like, just fucking reset. Like, why wouldn't Spirit just reset? This is fucking over. They were, like, getting walloped. They came back and won it. That was it. That was the end of the tournament. They just, they was like, nah, eh, we're not going to reset. We'll just fucking finish this shit now. We'll just wrap this fucking, we've we all got people, places to go. Let's, let's wind it up. Like, I don't know, man. It's just fucking bonkers to me. Yeah. To put it in perspective, uh, second place this year got the equivalent of what uh, eighth place got. Mm. No, no. Ninth, ninth to 12th place got. In 2018, in terms of their prize winning. So, yeah, a lot lower. Um, In 2018, first place got uh, 11.2 million. Uh, This time was 1.4. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I, um, like I said, I jumped in like game two when I saw that it was on and watched a bit. It was, it was fun, enjoyable, but something needs to change next year. I hope this is a wake up call for them because. If someone like me who's enjoyed watching it every year just didn't even know it was on and happening, yeah. yep. uh, that's an issue. Yeah. Like, yeah, to get me excited for it. Like, I knew it was sort of around this time, and I think I jumped in maybe last week, and it was like, oh, we're doing playoffs or something. And um, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I used to enjoy that format of, like, we're doing five days of main, you know, main stage Dota, whereas now it's just literally the last two days and you know getting all those teams in there and having them battle and 
watching all the player interviews and getting invested in teams like all that stuff is just gone now yeah it's so the product itself is just bland yeah um and so it needs a, an overhaul whoever the production company is that's working on that now whether it's like some sort of cost saving thing i, I have no idea but it needs to go back to whatever was happening before yeah so yeah all right anyway um that's dota 2 uh next up we've got some some sad news uh xbox misses their their targets a uh, microsoft's target a goal of a 4.4 percent growth in revenue did you say um, this was sad news well we, it, we're getting the sad news all right yeah uh because obviously they've had like a bunch of layoffs and things yeah um and so their, their target goal was i think 4.4 percent growth they only hit about i think it was 0.7 um so they still had growth in revenue it just yeah. wasn't 4.4 percent yeah. uh then this number here game pass subscriptions uh was supposed to hit 73 percent increase in uh in growth it only hit 28 percent um and so they're were, they were quite disappointed in that anyway so we, we've seen like a bunch of layoffs over at microsoft because revenue is not increasing as yeah. high as they want it to and we've talked about this like uh you know, we'll talk about it more next but companies are not satisfied with how much they're not losing money they, they yeah. they're still getting money and still making more money just not making enough more more money than what they want yeah which is fucking greedy as shit yeah yeah um ludicrous Right, and the uh, the last piece of news here we've got is continuing on from the recent PlayStation layoffs. Uh, PlayStation now has laid off eight percent of the staff at Bungie, which is totaling around about a hundred staff. Um, these are numbers from the last couple of hours. Um, obviously, PlayStation acquired Bungie not too long ago, a year and a half, I think it around about then. Yeah. Um, and at that time, there's some quotes going around today from the head of PlayStation saying there will be no layoffs um, at Bungie. And that hasn't lasted too long. Uh, they've now, yeah, gotten rid of like 100 staff, um, which is terrible. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've also delayed the other games that Bungie is working on at this point. Um, they have said the, rail- the layoffs are due to uh poor poor performance of destiny 2 um revenue this this year uh and so they've let's cut a lot of jobs there um yeah which is shit i don't know have you seen much happening in relation to this at all uh like just just what's been going around i mean like yeah like a lot of people have have gotten pretty hard fucked by this uh this turn of events um and yeah i I don't know the last i saw it was bungie management who made these cuts not sony Mm. uh this was from bungie internal uh and yeah i don't know man like it just it it fucking stinks man like it's just yeah really fucking shitty yeah i don't know man i really feel for for the people who uh who got fucking screwed on this one 
because yeah it was supposed to this wasn't supposed to happen right like the buyout was from sony was supposed to stop this from happening and yet it still did it's a really yeah. fucking yeah especially when they're spending like you know four or five billion dollars to acquire studios and then <laughs> yeah being like oh we're getting rid of a bunch of people um yeah so yeah it's fucked Anyway, which is shit because like we're constantly seeing how much money, you know, they're making every year. Revenues going up, and yet there's less and less jobs yeah. uh, in that industry. To people going around, we go through these waves of uh, CEOs getting, you know, double digits <laughs> payouts every year for in the millions of dollars. Uh, and then while, you know, the people doing the, the hard work are getting screwed. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, shit time and things need to change. Yeah. Um, all right. That's, that's all we got for news. Um, mm-hmm. do we have any questions this week? Uh, nope. No <laughs> albums to plug this week. So no. I just have to listen to immaterial, but objective from Valdar right. again. Well, that's okay. We've got uh, a lot of big show. Two hours, yeah. 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug or give a shout out to they've been working on or seen? You know what? Not just yet. Okay. Next week. Next week, I'll have something. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Um, for me, you can go to gameper.com. I have a preview up. You can go read for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Um, I also did a, an interview with Rich Lambert, um, the creative director over at Zenimax uh, Online Studios. Yes, who works on the Elder Scrolls Online. Um, they just released a new update uh, yesterday for... Uh, endless archives which is like a roguelike dungeon endless dungeon style mode um and so i talked to him about how the uh, necrom update has gone uh some things and inspirations behind uh, endless archive which obviously talked about um vampire survivors and all those sorts of games uh hades he's a big fan of hades uh and then yeah a few other things so i, I put that up and you can go read that as well um I think that's all for this week that I've got going. Yeah, go check out those features. Um, all right, well, that's it. That's the um, that's the podcast this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from, we're under the Gap or the GA podcast. Uh, please, if you have a moment, rate and review. The show helps other people find us on the internet. You can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and talk about all sorts of things, video games, movies, TVs, books, comics, uh, food, KFC, beer, KFC. whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, most yeah. things, most things. Um, tell Job stories. He loves stories, and you should record them and have him listen to them. Make it so I'm unable to skip through the dialogue. Yeah, all of it. Uh, so you can you can head over to to the uh, Discord channel and uh, check that out. Uh, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all our past episodes of the show. Uh, you can go check all that stuff out. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast. 
uh, and become a recurring member of the show. It lets you get extra benefits sometimes, like the podcast a little bit earlier. And not it depends on the day. Not wh- Why not this week? Was there an embargo? Embargo. 3 a.m. Friday. What are you doing? Oh, is this for... Um, Talos Principal. Talos Principal. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Not this week, unless you're up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Very true. <laughs> Lucky you said that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would have forgot for sure. Um, put that they, in like... They sent her a reminder. Big, big text. Yeah. Like fucking... Nice. They did send a reminder, but I'm busy. Um, All right. Uh, shout outs. Velda, thank you very much for Thanks, subbing yep. uh, to the Patreons. Uh, this thank week, you to appreciate all our patrons. Thank yeah, it helps us pay the bills when uh, things come through for costs and um, bills. Well, yeah, people are like, "Hey, you need to pay money for this stupid amount of downloads you do." I'm like, yep. "Okay, right. fair enough. We'll do Stop that." Stop all the downloads. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to keep the the URL, the domain? Do you want to keep that?" And we're like, "Here's five bucks," and they're like. We'll leave you alone for the year. Like, is that all we cost? Five bucks? Damn. Um, it's the downloads that cost a lot of money. Anyway, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, that is the show this week. Cool. Uh, next week, I guess more City Skylines. Um, Alan Wake. When is... Kamazoo. Karma Chameleon? Kamazoo? Kamazoo. Kamazoo. Uh... Call of Duty is next week, I think, right? 10th, 11th, November? I wonder if we'll have that early. Maybe. Hmm. It won't be Karma Zoo next week. Won't be Karma Zoo next week. No. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I've got a bunch of games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, got, there's a bunch I've of got, stuff. Uh, what's that? Lord of the yeah. Rings one. The Dwarves of Return Moria. Return to Moira? Fuck it is. The, okay. Yeah. We both said two different things. We did. Yeah, Return to Moria. Uh, I, that's Valheim. what I said. Is it? Oh, right. I said Dwarves of Moria. I was close. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Valheim, Valheim, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'm interested. That sounds good. Yep. Um, and then hopefully, uh, the, the day before is next week as well. Steve, that comes out. Bet, bet. Yep. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Do you want an ice cream bet on that? Um, well, they, they've already said that it's coming out. All right. Do you want an ice cream bet on it? Why? Why not? No, I'm not, I'm not, no? I've already got, I'm already up an ice cream. I'm already winning this game. You're oh, trying right. to come back. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to take your am. ice cream for me. I'm not that type I, of person. I owe, uh, I owe JB. Ice cream. Ah, you lose it. Uh, you have to open a shop to do all this ice yeah, cream, right? But I, I give it away for free. Like I just make dumb bets. It's like the world's worst. Well, from a business perspective, world's worst casino slash ice creamery. Right. But uh, from a ice cream fan's perspective, pretty pretty good yeah. place to be. Yeah. D- did you finish Spider Man yet? No. No. Okay. So you've got like you got a lot of games to finish. What are you doing? Yep. All right. Well, you you yeah. gotta stop talking all the time. Yes, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening this week. Stay safe. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Love you. Bye.